Welcome. Yay. We're on number 20, Just a Ride. Yay. Holy shit. 20. I'm Peeba. Yeah. I am Pooba. You're, what the hell bar are you? Bearba. Bearba. And that's it. And we've decided it's Bearba. It's Bearba. Once yeah. and for all. Which works. Three, thrice and for all. Good. <laughs> Peeba, Pooba, Bearba. Bearba, bear. Well, welcome to Jar 20. And we've got a whole bunch of fun shit to Stuff talk about. Stuff and things. Yeah. And we're going to start with police stories as usual. That's per what we're doing usual. lately. Uh, is there anything that we want to talk about? I, we're going to start a Patreon. That's happening. We're yes. going to we're stepping outside of the Scatcast room. Is this the announcement section? I of think the show? Uh, yeah, let's yeah. just start it off with that. Yeah, Why that's not? good. Yeah, this so, is what we're planning on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're not sure exactly what we're going to do with all the Patreon stuff, but we would like to start it so that we can do some extra content together. Yeah, because uh, we all have uh, an abundance of free time <laughs> that we want to cram a whole bunch of more shit into. Right. But maybe <laughs> maybe we could do some more shit. But I like the idea. And so, yeah, it makes sense to kind of uh, separate it from the, the Scatcast world. It'll still be Scatcast Presents, of course. But of course. It'll be uh, the three Branding, of us baby, branding. Indeed. So you can kind of go on the ride with us a little bit more. And we'll next episode, we'll probably touch on what, what that will entail. Yeah. So it's not available yet, but next week it will be. Tell your friends, okay. but so, quietly, because we're not ready yet. Right. Yeah. But we're close. Although it might be very... <laughs> who knows? We're recording this at the same time as we did the last episode, so... You're ruining the magic. The magic show. Pay no attention well, to the man behind the curtain. Happens. It's my fault <laughs> that that's happening, so... Yeah. Sorry, guys. Jeff's very high maintenance, so, but we, we, we love him, <laughs> so... That is evil we make, we make concessions, yeah. Bear Bear knowing me is understanding that I disappear a his, his presence in this podcast is kind of like an absentee father, you yeah. know? When he shows up, he, he makes the most of the time but when you it, get a toy that you're fucking, like wow just gone so i am now the uh, disneyland dad of the <laughs> podcast outstanding yeah. took us to disneyland fucking gave us a hat we wear the hat every day haven't seen him since <laughs> one of the you. ears is just like wilted <laughs> sad mickey ear this is for you father <laughs> fuck well, did this get dark it kind of got dark it's uh, probably going to be a recurring theme this episode i think so guess. But be prepared. If you would like to throw money at us and help us do a few fun things, uh, we want to make a video version of the show for one. We'd like to go take you guys with us on a few excursions, maybe go to the the range and maybe they might take me out camping. I don't fucking know. But uh, some of those things don't cost any money. Some of them will. Uh, but it just allows us to do cool shit, maybe some reaction videos because that's that's That'll my fun that's my background we'll go down to you camp. guys don't even know we could have a good go down to be camp super, hope. yeah go down to camp hope undercover <laughs> <laughs> i would like to i'd be curious zone. yeah i don't want to get stabbed Danger zone. Like half the people down there though and, yeah, yeah. See, i wouldn't get stabbed with you they probably wouldn't recognize me now you'd need yeah, a disguise long beard, yeah you know that's true you well, can just put on a fake mustache no, over he's your actual it. mustache. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing his disguise. They'll never suspect. <laughs> All right. We could do. We could be super cliche about it and do like a try not to laugh uh, fucking challenge, yeah. which Zach will lose. I will. I can't. I, <laughs> that's my my way of being. I always laugh. Yeah. So yeah. It'd um, be fun. Products. Products. Yeah. Lots well, of Nick stuff. Nick and I are working on a the new bear product. bear bear bar. Right? Yeah, the Bear 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 Bar, which is... <laughs> <laughs> the B3B? The B, B, B4. B cubed? It's the B, Bear no, Bear that's B. three. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's three. Bear ones. Bar. It's for your bear body because it's a soap. Makes sense. It is made with bear fat. Oh, it's Bear Bar. B-A-R-E at the last bear. I get it now. I get it now. I see how you guys are. Bear Bear. B-A-R. Bear Bear. Bear Bear. B-A-R-E. Bar. 
P B A R E A R. All right, worst podcast Does that ever. Make it clear. <laughs> Just ride is getting a line of soaps, and it's made from B-A-R-E, bears. B A R E B E A R S. This guy fucking harvested. B A R E. That was not B-A-R. a challenge, motherfucker. It wasn't. <laughs> I think correct. It, though. The Sounded correct right. way to spell bing, 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 bear, bing, bear, bear, bear bar is. <laughs> anyway, yeah. She and I worked on some scents today. Name. I am actually going to sample it, and so is Shaden. And Zach, I have one more for you if you want it. Yes, yes, um, I do. It smells like Jeff's testicles, so make sure you get those <laughs> which immediately. Is magnificent. Coincidentally, smells. that's what Trust I'm going to wash with mine first. So. <laughs> You're going to wash Jeff's this testicles <laughs> smell onto yours. <laughs> I would like my testicles to smell like another person's <laughs> testicles. It's like when it's like when the ladies spend too much time around each other and their cycles match up. Our ball smells Our just ball like smell. starting to become the pH anyway, it's seems the tri- familiar. It's the just a ride tribe smell. <laughs> My God. Actually, we do kind of have our own smell here in this universe that we're in. Uh-huh. Weird. Weird. All right. So the bear, bear, bear bar. God damn, that, yeah. does, that does kind of Made from bear time. fat. I mean, you can't get really more all natural than what that is. Right. Mm-hmm. So we'll check out the scents and go from there. Yeah. And they should be up. Uh, they'll absolutely be up at the point of this coming out into the universe. So yeah. I, think, I think we're working on designing a couple of new shirts, too. That's right. Something for the, uh, the, the something for all of you reasonableists out of there, uh, out there. Yep. We're trying to find a figure out a shirt for you. And uh, and yeah, we want to make a mantis fucking one punch shrimp. We should have we got the elect. <laughs> yes. The one punch shrimp is the it's going to be my favorite shirt. I think I can feel it. It's going to be up there with Pigeon of Destiny for mm-hmm. me. Yep. But we definitely need to get a reasonable shirt. We should have done that before November so that people could have gone and been proud at the polls and been like, no, I think you guys all suck. <laughs> Dude, we should make uh, we should make uh, one punch shrimp panties where they're like punching, you know, punching down, so to speak. Punching the clam. That's what I was saying. So I, I think you guys missed Yay, the miracle. whole joke. Yay. I was saying it'd be great seeing the world in 16 colors and just punching clam for oh, a no, I, got that. I did. No, I missed that joke. I feel actually. like yeah. I got yeah. that one. I took it literally because I'm not a fucking filthy degenerate. <laughs> Says he. It's I don't know true, if that's am, true man. at all. <laughs> All right. Well, now yeah. that we've we've kind this of this concludes had a, the announcement. This section. is our introduction. Now that we've done a bit of internal business. Let us move on to Toppenish. Do you think we should oh, go over the minutes yeah. from last week? Before I do we believe do. so. <laughs> please, where's the Grand Poobah to read us this thing? You're the Poobah. I'm sorry. I'm done. All right. Let's listen to police stories. <laughs> so, in the city of Toppenish, there every year they have what is called the abate. It's where several um, motorcycle riders get together. I, I think it's kind of a protest against helmets. I, I think that's what it is. I'm sure it's used for a lot yeah, more other fuck helmets. than that because there's a lot of one percenter uh, motorcycle clubs that show up to this from all over the place. Right, and you got to see their faces and so you can be more uh, yeah, terrified. Helmet, um, you're not as terrified anymore. First year I dealt with it, there was a quadruple homicide, an argument over who should be wearing whose colors. I mean, literally, like Yikes. over a color of fucking bandanas. That's a pretty common human Four thing. dudes got smoked at like five o'clock in the morning uh they were asleep in their tent but the thing just went on i mean it just i mean there was an investigation ish and and the 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 abate continued so that was kind of weird but this was again this is early 2000s i gotta just real quick i gotta say i know this story and i want all of you guys to picture the brand new uh dread well not brand new it's i guess like probably 10 years old judge dread yeah the judge dread but it's just dread just picture that scenario, what he walks into, because that whole movie is a two-act movie in this one place. Okay. Just saying. Proceed. In, in the front of your head. Proceed. Or the, or the back. So the abate used Somebody. to be, it is typically held out 
in a county in the, in the county jurisdiction uh, out in fields and such well the following year the fields flooded so they're like oh well let's have it at the fairgrounds which was two blocks from the police department that i worked for and uh, location, location, location. <laughs> Let's have cotton candy at this thing where so, all the criminals are. I mean, fairgrounds were big, but I'm, we're talking thousands of people show up to these things. Nice. And uh, the fairgrounds are all fenced in, you know, like any typical fairgrounds yeah. are. Uh, people just start setting up tents and, you know, all their vendors and, and beer gardens and all, all the things that they do. Um, and I had a uh, co-worker who... He, uh, he was a lieutenant, actually, for the agency, and uh, he was in a little local like motorcycle riding club, and uh, so they he got the weekend off to be able to go hang out at that. So they were there early and got all set up in the fairgrounds. Well, he ends up in between two different one percenter motorcycle gangs where he's at, where they've got you know fifty to a hundred of each of these people, and his little camp is right in the middle. These are two motorcycle gangs that don't like each other; mm-hmm. they've got beef bad fucking scenario well a motorcycle member a sergeant of arms from each uh club faction started to get into a fight aren't sergeant of arms like cops aren't you supposed to be a cop in that scenario like on a boat sergeant of arms like a cop no, it's it. it's their enforcer is yeah you're the one sergeant arms ass. is the enforcer yeah Shit. so anyway they're they're about ready to get into a fight so the cop i was working with decides he's going to da, 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 I'm going to go make peace because he'd been drinking he wasn't really playing cop necessary but he was trying to avoid conflict because he's right in the fucking middle of it I mean I understand why he did what he did mm-hmm. but they turned on him and beat the shit out of him with a flashlight Ooh. and just split his head open and everything so we get a 911 call from his wife and she's just like he's been hurt you guys need to come here and get him and that's all we know. We don't know where he's at. This place is fucking packed with thousands of people. And we have, we were heavy that Lots night. Lots of people friendly to cops, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And awesome. we were heavy that Love. night. We had four guys on working that night. Oh, no. So we all Jeez, go in at like the entrance. you're like overstaffed. Yeah. <laughs> so we all go in at the Odds entrance trying to figure out where he's at, what the fuck's going on. And we know we're walking into just bad shit. So I'm getting out. I'm grabbing my AR. I'm grabbing my shotgun. And. The other three guys are like, no, dude, you're not going to need that. I'm like, fuck that. I'm bringing it. <laughs> I'm walking in so looking I'm like the Punisher in. I'm strapped in. I'm, yeah. I'm armed to the best of my ability. And we're in there, and we're, start lo- we're looking for him. Um, finally, the wife found us and drug us back to where he was at. And we're trying to get him out. He's hurt. We're trying to get him out. We're starting to get surrounded by the two motorcycle gangs. And, uh, and my friend was being difficult on top of it. He's injured. He's drunk the whole deal he's being a fucking human being right Right. yeah yeah. so we're having to deal with getting his ass out now we're getting surrounded well the next thing we know they've locked us in that's that's they're afraid that they're going to get in trouble for hurting him they figured out that he's a cop now and now we're in there surrounded and got to get him out and they've locked us in yeah, that's logical make it worse mm-hmm. <laughs> good call boys. well we're already fucked we might as well burn everything yeah. down <laughs> so and we were locked in just trying to keep the peace and keep people back for close to two hours uh we had agencies coming from yakima to tri-cities which is about a, a 85 to 90 mile stretch coming surround that whole place and uh my chief ended up uh 
talking to somebody. Somebody, I don't know who the somebody was that he talked to, but ultimately negotiating them to open up the gate. Nice. What were the and, range uh, of thoughts that you had during that two hours? I didn't have enough bullets to kill everybody. <laughs> I knew I was going to die. You'd already counted. I, I fucking knew I was going to die. Yeah. Really? So um, fast forward. It's so, you know, when you're in that, you're like, thank God we're out. Fuck, that sucked. You know, oh my God, that was intense. That was crazy. Yeah. Plus there was a whole lot of internal shit going on because of that incident that was just not, you know, it wasn't good for the department. Um, and, and I don't fault my friend. He was just having fun, but a bad thing happens. So it's looked on a lot worse when a law enforcement's involved. Yeah. He didn't do anything wrong, but he was there and, you know, negative oh, optics. Yeah. yeah hanging out with, you know, motorcycle gangs. Well, that's not really what he was trying to do, but it's definitely what happened. Right. So, uh, about, I think it was two years later. I, I was also a gang expert. Uh, in my career, a gang expert, if you a will, gang, yeah, <laughs> a gang expert uh, in my career, and I was actually at a training uh, where one of the, one of the uh, instructors ended up talking about this incident, and and he had said, he was talking about he was there undercover, so he couldn't do anything. But he said he he couldn't count how many times guns were pointed at us that we couldn't even see. Somebody could have taken us out at any fucking second, and nobody would have known who would have done it. Mm. So, yeah, that's why the dread that's yeah. that scenario in that movie where it's like they get locked into this. It's a big apartment complex, like a super futuristic one. Uh, but it's a drug, you know, it's criminals. It's a big criminal one where it's all the criminals in that town or that sector get locked into I'm this. Still not gonna watch it, you know, fucking God damn it. Do you know who Carl Urban is? <laughs> no, what do you mean you don't know who Carl Urban is? I don't do I need to say it slower for you? Please say that you don't know who I don't okay. know. Okay. Enunciate. <laughs> Actually, when I think about it, Carl. 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 I think Carl might be in all the cool movies that you wouldn't like. Well, He's in Lord of the Rings. Here's He's the in deal. Riddick. If, if we in... get people slinging us some, some uh, shekels on Patreon, mm -hmm. then we're going to sit you down and make you yes. react to Judge Dredd and you have no choice. Yes. So make sure there are no weapons inside. You will, you will like it. You will think it's cool. Judge Dredd, I don't know. Maybe it's I'm just Dredd. It, not could... Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd has Sylvester Stallone. It's a little campy, okay? It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good still. It's a little campy. It's a little campy, especially for people's taste nowadays. But still a great movie. Dude, have you seen Sylvester Stallone, like, lately? Uh-uh. Oh. oh my God! Well, dude. This... Like he's just so like okay. So he's he's a husky boy. How now. hot would you like him to be in his seventies? Well, oh, hold but on. it's it's the behavior that's unattractive. <laughs> all right, Shaden's <laughs> not a shallow man. Hold on, he's a he's a husky boy, and he's still riding that fucking martial arts expert train, even though he's clearly not. I'm sorry, I don't care what kind of laurels he's trying to rest on. It's like it's so painfully obvious Who's to this? see that he does. Sylvester Stallone. He's martial arts trained. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. Oh wait, no, no. I'm I'm confusing. You're talking about Sly, not Sylvester Stallone. He's fine. See? Okay. I'm, I'm talking leave, about leave uh, Sly alone. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're oh. right. Uh, now I was thinking of um, position stands. I was thinking of uh, God. What's his fucking Van Dam? Name? He's like Seagal. He's Seagal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Stallone. Seagal. Oh, come on, oh man. yeah. <laughs> They're, they are light years apart, but so very same similar. amount of syllables. Yeah, my brain's dumb sometimes. <laughs> Anyway, Seagal. Oh, man. I had some... <laughs> Always been cringy, but, like, I watched a video of him, like, do, giving, like, it's a demonstration, bad. and let's, I was like, ah, Dude, ah, let's dude. take a minute to talk about Steven Seagal, shall we, on this okay, here episode? Sure. Did you know that he's a law enforcement officer? Did you I know that? Had, I saw some of his episodes on the television. 
Okay. And, you know, on reality TV, and it seemed, I don't know, I just like, oh, this must be fucking staged, but. Is that you know, so is Shaquille O'Neal. Right. Did that you would know? stop any argument, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not fucking with Shaq. Listen, I said no, stop just, fighting. Yeah, I just said, okay, Shaq. Shut up. <laughs> not, yeah, like, oh, can I have your autograph? Oh, yeah, I'll go to jail immediately. Fuck yeah, yeah just sign my, my ass. Or like the guy they bring out you. to fight Achilles in the beginning of Troy. Yeah. Just this man. You're like, actually, we don't want to have a war anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Let's get Shaquille O'Neal. I can't shoot free throws, but he'll kick my ass. Try and murder that guy's name. Which guy? The guy they called out. Oh, something Agrius. Uh, uh, yeah, it was Boagrius. Boagrius. <laughs> <laughs> but Steven Skull, not only, I mean, I don't know if it's like uh, he got a, the badge from, you know, Candy Machine or something, but uh, it doesn't seem like it because he was on that show. And that's all yeah, I he, knew. The, TV he, is he legit. Getting pulled over he probably was Steven a reserve Skull. or something no, for I an would agency. Be, I would not He's take like, that seriously. Listen. I pulled you over because uh, you were speeding. I've I've definitely speeded way better than you in the past, you know, but but uh, nevertheless, you were speeding, and you're going to have to go down. <laughs> and they pulled you out in a Kido's your ass. Like, yeah. what the fuck are just, just unnecessarily aggressive. Yeah, just all these <laughs> flips, flippity flip. But he also plays guitar, and he's actually and sings. He's got like multiple albums, hmm. and I think we need to if, when we start Patreon. <laughs> I think we should pull together a reaction video to a Steven Seagal music video. The legend of Steven Seagal. I think you guys would be impressed by his guitar chops and... I mean, music's hard, and it might be a little. It's I, I would say no, it's it, not Zach. It, Come now, <laughs> he makes it look pretty easy. I'll tell you that. But uh, yeah, it's kind of like the, I, I looked at the music the same way I look at the movies, where you're like, there's all sorts of things there. Like the guy that lit these scenes is probably very talented. He's probably in Star Wars or some shit. Who knows? <laughs> the guy that that cut the tape is probably badass. The people that hired the the. But the acting part of this is like I don't know, and that's kind of like with the song where you're like, you know the. The, the music described every great. movie that Steven Seagal's ever been in, bro. <laughs> right, <I know>. Everything <laughs> right you just said. Well, that's his music as well. Uh, but it's kind of bluesy and kind of, it's interesting. He He's an me, interesting fucking dude. He strikes me as that friend that just is like so deeply insecure that they're always trying to impress you with bullshit. <laughs> like they're just compulsively making shit up. You're like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. And this one time I jumped off of a 200 foot cliff into a pond <laughs> the size of a fucking basketball. But Steven Seagal's the guy that goes out and does that. He's like, I did it on the weekend or something. Does shit. he? No, I guess. <laughs> Not your scenario, but playing guitar well and having 900 guitars, that's his thing. I, okay. I don't know. All right. I think what, what, we, what I'm saying is next week's episode is a deep dive, part one of seven, uh, into Stephen Seagal <laughs> and his filmography. I think. And I'll, we'll have a guest. Uh, for those of you guys who listen to David Angus' show, Angus will be on the show as well because that's his favorite actor. We'll reach out to good. Mr. Seagal. We'll see if he'll, he'll be on the show. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he'll be on the show. We'll give you dates when we confirm the interview. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my pay won't be on the show. All right, anyway, so. Uh, yeah, so anyway, sorry to Sylvester Stallone. I actually love him. I was. I was a, He's my, doing my great bad, and a good writer. And you yeah. know what? He he found his lane and he fucking crushed it. That guy. I like Sloan. Just sold his house. Just what? Sold his house. Did he? Yeah. For ten gajillion dollars. A lot of money. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I don't care. Except for I, I wish he would loan me like all some. the sex that he had in it probably really helped his property value. <laughs> I wonder if that's a thing. It's like I can't remember who he the sold shallow it, you know? the shallow real estate people are like well I, we dated her and her and her and they're like what and, room and were you in right here that here. that raises the yeah. value forty thousand yeah. dollars for that <laughs> lamp just so you know to the right person 
It or would. See it. It for sure would. <laughs> OnlyFans is proof of that. Fuck. Normal folk get like panties for yeah, seven thousand dollar panties. Doesn't seem so weird. Dude. And now you're talking about the on last episode that the fucking, NFT, the yeah, NFT Web three shit. Yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck. Why not? <laughs> We're not going to. This is a tangible item. We're not going to recognize the world. That's how I feel too. Half of me is like, God damn, bro. What the hell planet is this going to be one day when we wake up? We're going to be like, God damn, everything's got a digitized version of itself that I can see right when I wake up. Is that good for me? I don't know. Probably not. All right. So let's move along. Uh, that was your story. That's that's one of my favorite stories. There's a. I don't know. Just being in that scenario, I don't have the bravery, I don't think. I mean, you'd have to figure it out. You'd either fight, flight, feast, fuck, or whatever the other F <laughs> thing is you do. Feed. It's pretty, feed. It's pretty well, that's what feasting. Feed, fuck. It's a pretty gnarly story, bro, but uh, I, I almost fight, got flight, killed feed, by my fuck. appendix, you know, so. James inside I almost shit. died from my big toe, so, I mean. True. You fuck. fucking did, and that yeah. sketches me out to this yeah. day. I'm going to trip. shouldn't be allowed to be a malfunction no. that kills you. That's I am so mindful. going to, like, trip, yeah. putting on my sock, hit my head on the cat, and die of a concussion. <laughs> no. He died from hitting his head on his pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will be remembered as such. At the, the, at the end of my life, pussy will be what kills me. <laughs> Well, you will have deserved that, I believe. <laughs> All right, let's move along to, uh, this is something that you and I, Jeff and I, have had a conversation about a lot. I'm very interested to hear what you think, Strayed. Me? You, sir. Okay. But I... I don't I, have a thought between these ears. Not, not just, usually, I'm but... I'm just pretty and dumb. I'm hopefully we're going to fucking milk something out of them ears. Uh, I have this theory, like, I, I like hard work. I am a person that I'm a workaholic. I like to go out and try and earn money. Nerd. I like to, you know, I am. <laughs> but I also and I also feel like there should be a safety net uh, for people that can't work that have no for no fault of their own. We should definitely be the best at making those people have a nice life and not have to eke shit out. I think we're uh, talking medically is what we're all that. More but people that yeah exactly. Uh, we talked about the safety net last episode and where I sit with that. But I have this theory that just like I think everyone thinks that if you can work, you should work probably. Nobody should free ride their lives. You don't, you know, get to just because you don't like the system any more than anybody else. But my point is that some people shouldn't work. And I'm okay with subsidizing those people to not touch my food, to not be responsible <laughs> for cleaning anything at all, I for not being responsible. you to not get involved. Yeah, to not, I mean, I can't even, there's people in my life that. Because I know specifically. <laughs> you know the person. Who we. The inspiration. Are just the inspiration of this conversation, which has been for the last five years. It's me, isn't it? <laughs> I'm very close. Oh, close. Sitting are, right here, guys. You are so close, you don't even know. <laughs> You have some similar talents and skills as this person, but God damn it. Figures. <laughs> Actually I'll flat out say his name. Just kidding. Just kidding. But no, there's a musician in our life that, that there's a few musicians actually in my life that I would say I would not want just that, to touch anything, to put the paint on the street to, to where they were to measure it out properly. It's oh, like that's there's why not a, musicians, bro. And, and there's not, always not saying that that's an easy job either. There are no. De, didn't we determine that there is a, at some point everybody finds a passion and a value, or there it's in there somewhere. You just got to yeah, find everybody it. Everybody has the potential for. But what if people don't also? Like, what something. if they don't? What if people don't resonate with their passion too? Well, a lot so of say people do jobs that sucks. they don't like. Right. And some of them do jobs that are not even fucking good at. 
Right. But this person I don't want, and many people like them, I don't want to have any job because it, no matter what, they're going to be like, their vitriol towards humanity will come out in some weird way that will manifest, you know, even if they're at... survey caterpillars or something. What somehow if, the caterpillars will be... What if they're a garbage man? Sexually violated or... Yeah, a garbage man is going a, to your is dad's a super house. responsible job. Absolutely not. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of things that go with garbage man duties that are like you have to have a high responsibility. No, you just have to fucking dump the can just in the digging, truck. No, ditches, <laughs> something. That's not these people. The people I'm talking about, the person I'm talking about, I would not trust with a, a truck. And a machine that holds a claw that can move garbage. the same person that we're talking no. about is, is <laughs> specifically the person that I'm like, this is why sometimes it's okay to kill people. <laughs> so that's, a, that's on the table sometimes. We can, we can discuss this. But there's so going to be a lot is, of people that are going to say no. We'll so get outvoted. Jeff's opinion is we will go to great lengths to make sure you have some place to fit in our society. And if you still oh. can't find a place... <laughs> Thanks for playing. <laughs> Get the fuck out of our game. Well, that might be a little bit harsh. Uh, so I was going to ask, was like, what can we say? Send them all to a big island like Australia. That sounds fair. That's what they but did that's, before. That's we're again, <laughs> we're not solving a problem. Like, my solution, we're just taking it and making it someone else's fucking problem. But then it turns into a place that has pretty good beer and a kick-ass accent and a bunch of wallabies. And a bunch of really moral people. <laughs> like, their chitrons turned out to be pretty moral. Australia is, uh, you know, one of the safer places on Earth, right? For to, You could leave your car unlocked in three out of 27 places. I think the there. last hor three horror movies I've actually uh, paid to go see over the last 15 years. We're real life stories out of Australia, so really, it kind of shapes my. I still want to go. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, don't oh, fuck that. I'd risk that. It's hostile. All from the there. things that want to kill you Perfect. just to go to Australia. I think it's super interesting that like the whole middle of Australia is. I like the Aboriginal thing. Right. It's awesome. You know what I mean? Can't it's like there. it's all nice around the edges, but in the middle, it's like no, uh -uh. nope, fuck that. There's <laughs> nothing good there. Death. Yeah. It's probably a lot of resources that we could mine the shit out of. Typical American. Fucking view. mine Let's that go shit. Get the oil. Get the oil. <laughs> get the coal and the fucking copper. And the dingo ass. The lithium. But there's lithium. Or there. dingo ass. I mean, I think dingo ass dingo is kind ass of underrated is in the suitable energy. suitable replacement for lithium. We just haven't tried it yet. We haven't. And that's what I think the Australians have been trying to say for a long time. They're like, Crocky! And that means try the dingo ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. It's a rough translation. You guys let us know. We have Australian listeners. You guys let us know if I'm on the mark there. Some people shouldn't work. This person shouldn't work because if no, they touch your if they touch work. your food, maybe maybe you'll get clean food if they touch it. It shouldn't be in the service industry. I'll, I'll go with that. Or any industry that that deals with people. That's <laughs> the service industry. That's the goods and service industry. All goods too. If they're responsible for making goods. So, all right, steel, steel man. This now. Fuck no construction. Hey, street, giving them tools listen, and streets. I understand screws. you have strong feelings about this. Okay. All right, I'm I want just. You to, I want you to steel man it for me. <sighs> Okay. okay. All right. You can't. Fuck. You can't think of one specific job that a person like this could do. Uh, let's see. No, because do, most do, any do, any kind of job Zach says this. But really, kind of what, Zach has just kind of done his own thing, his whole life. Okay, anyway. thrown down, thrown some shade <laughs> at the Zach. I get it. I have. I've worked some jobs. I, I've had. Oh, uh, you you know, worked a, at Best Buy. I did a Best Buys <laughs> and a Bar I mean, Barnes and Nobles. Two weeks notice, though. Yeah, could you really fuck up anything <laughs> at Barnes and Nobles? Oh yeah, I I I'm, I'm a menace to that company. They don't want me back. I was a Nook salesman, bro. I mean, what, he's I threw not down the reason. Nook, the reason food. you've never heard of a Nook? My my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. No, uh, 
No, the, what I'm saying is that the person that I'm talking about is a nihilist to the point of they don't like humanity and they would sabotage ma and pa businesses because they, their paycheck isn't what they think they deserve or uh, they would sh they're the people that would spit in your food for minor transgressions you know they're the pe he's the kind of person that would wipe his ass with your cell phone so that you can take it into the bathroom and enjoy it you know he's but I believe that in incarceration he's a pretty good trustee in what in while in incarceration he's a pretty good trustee probably he's a good prisoner you're saying yeah if he's being babysat he works really well okay so you're saying we should throw him in jail some people just need that kind of supervision he's not gonna in their life. okay some people some people can develop I I asked structure. For this. listen hey we're getting we're going in a positive direction he some, started at kill him yeah that's okay, true okay now we've upgraded to prison so we're getting jeff is growing right he's before warm. Some, <laughs> some people in this world can you know develop their own structure and some people literally need to be Told what their structure is, but they'll do what they're told so we need in kings. that structure within oh. just, but just <laughs> within that structure. So and he's one of those people that, in that structure, minus chemicals, does very well. Do you think if we had, if we didn't have the same, and, and I and I know have, that to he be, would still be that way. Zach, I'm not talking I shit. I, I know that to be true. Actually. What? What I just said about this person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I know you do. Yeah, yeah. You know him pretty well. Uh, what did you ask? I'm sorry. I said, do, do you think that if we didn't have the safety nets that we have, he would still be that kind of person? I don't know. That's a good question. If it was more robust, like, would, would he be that way? Or if he changed out of necessity or mm. died because he didn't have I think that a way it... to fucking just be a fucker? And <laughs> I think he's survive. more apt to change because of necessity. Because, again, a community that has high standards the people will have high standards to be in that community yeah and humans adapt real fast even when they don't want to they'll be like oh fuck this is what i have to do now and it doesn't people. all have to be about this guy because i don't actually know who you guys are talking about but i i can picture at least six people <laughs> that fit the bill <laughs> <laughs> so you know i don't know some people are just fuckwads i mean some people are just wired different right like, yeah I, I wrote it down on a piece of paper you wrote it on a piece of paper so that you could see oh, it yeah Oh, fucking, he's all, like, underwhelmed. Son of a bitch. Well, I mean... The guy's a cunt. He is a cunt, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I've met worse cunts. Not me. <laughs> but he is... A, we, we just... And I should say, this is just, just a gossip food. session about one dude. <laughs> I don't want him working at McDonald's yes, either. no dude. food. It's not like a bunch of hens talking about... Just talking <laughs> shit about one guy, but that's not really what no, we're doing. It's, it's an archetypal it's an archetype person. Of, yep. He's just the best example to draw from because everything I tried fucked to move up it away zach wouldn't let it go i think fucked up about this notes in class. <laughs> clandestine notes everything fucked up about this per person he represents everything we're talking about yes he however is, he is an architect his ass he's, can still go to work he's, I, I know he's, i know a structure that he does well in he's one of You're those right. people that is a, a, like a real life cartoon character and he, yeah. he like, you're right when you say he's an archetype. That's what I mean. Like I'm like now now that I'm in the know, <laughs> I'm right. like I'm like yeah, I can think of at least six other people off the top of my head that like fall in, right in that same category. Yes, that's you know? so. he's just a good version of it. Where it's like imagine him making a burrito for you. Well, imagine I'm, him having to clean up some stuff that's important. Right. If it's not clean, it gets and people know, sick and later. By the way, he I know get, women like this sick. too. So <clears throat> yeah, this is a human it's archetype. Not just a man yeah. thing. Absolutely, he's the integrity is zero that's what it is the integrity is zero percent and i don't think that society deserves zero percent integrity in the workforce maybe one percent we probably deserve that but the best that society should be expected no. to do is try to help 
not take care of unless it's again like a you know the qualification for medical issues and stuff like that well you ask we can me, try to help him well you ask me what job what job would you you ask me but what job would you say that uh he's capable of what's the path you send this archetype down oh he's working he's putting in new roads for sure okay yeah. so he's in charge of things that get hot things that flatten things he's probably gonna be charged with a shovel a shovel that's fucking dude that's wood everybody else has metal <laughs> you know 20 what? pieces okay <laughs> just if you're like, in, come on man yeah you're kind of yeah that's just pointy pieces you think, you think hey let's give this guy pointy pieces <laughs> yeah wood everybody else metal. has a pointy piece maybe you know they'll hit him first that gets him in a lot of trouble and then first. we go back to my solution and it worked out so you're right. So you're just setting them up to be killed in prison, is what you're saying. Okay, sometimes, fine. sometimes you, you help people, or you give them just enough rope to hang themselves with, and you let them decide. All right. Well, metaphorically, of course. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> well, all right. So you would say everyone work. Everyone works. There are no people that do, besides the people it's not that. What I said. Oh. <laughs> well, what, okay, you were qualifying, but yes, except for you know, obviously the people that. We deem worthy of taking care of. You yeah, know, it's through no are, fault of their own. Right. right. This person, but if you're a cunt, fuck you. Do a job, but through, be less of a cunt. Through no fault of his own or their own, this person is a cunt that is that is like furious with but society. You, you know what the fuck? They, no, people are just, they're a bunch of sissies that don't want to work hard for what they got. I, you know, I was at the gym the other day. I startled this dude because, and I didn't know. You startle me all the time. He was, well, <laughs> this guy. I'm startled yeah, currently. See? This guy's <laughs> in the gym. Big dude, blind, has some issue with his eyes, lost his sight 15 years ago. He's like, yeah, back at the time I was, you know, 300 pounds. And now he's, this guy's probably 6'5", 6'6", about 260, probably 10% body fat. Like, he works out, he takes care of himself. He started two businesses in the last three years. Both are doing good. It's like, this guy has lost one of his major senses. And yeah, I'm sure he, I went through my time of, you know, feeling sorry for myself about it, but God damn, he got off his ass and fixed his life. Why can't more people just do that? I don't know. It's not as fucking hard as it seems, but, but we keep giving, we keep allowing people in society to just, well, he's just that way. So we're not going to, I don't want to give him a job. Fuck You're right. That. You're Make right. him change. Make them change. We don't be know different. what, we don't know what we're capable of. Society needs to force people to be more accountable. To, to test period. it. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, j- I basically have you and I have had this conversation about this person for years because it's funny to me because it's funny uh, because I, I can't imagine this person being useful <laughs> no. to society well, again, besides art why, which is why I come up with my you know original solution right just with that like the, that total archetype exactly what you are it's like what you, soylent green you even your art really you don't really produce anything to the world Oh shit! The and, your fucking... art, and your art's not enough. Sorry. Oh, yeah, it's probably not. It's probably not. Yeah. Not, if you're, not if you're a fucking asshole to everybody that yeah. comes into your path, and you literally go out of your way to try to destroy everyone right. that doesn't do exactly what you want them to do because you're such a narcissistic fuck. Right. So, Just saying. But that's the thing. <laughs> I, I mean, narcissists are a very small percentage, and and narcissists that are dangerous to society in like some psychopathic way. It's even a smaller percentage. So it's like that's what I think this person is and that's why I don't trust him with a food or a pointy thing or hot fucking 
you know, asphalt and other well, people. And neither does anybody else. That's why he's not working right. in the service But then again, <laughs> but, but again or any, anywhere else at all. In I general. still have the solution for him. I don't him. want him to die. Well, he doesn't have to. He can work out really good being a trustee in jail because that's where he does well because everything's taken care of for him. Right. He gets his meals. He gets his hot showers. He gets his clothes. They occupy him by giving him a job that he has to go out and do every day. Well, that's a problem. That's structure that he can follow well, every man, day. It, But he can't do it on his own because nobody holds him to accountable or to any... Because everybody's like, well, it's just blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just him. So... Yeah. And, and people like that tend to not be held to any standard. Everybody just goes... At, one, at some point, everybody just throws up their hands and goes, well, that's just how they are, so I guess we can't do anything, but, you know... I here, think here's what you need. Hot, well, after hot 50 tries, boys, I, mean, hot take, I think some people really just need to get their ass kicked. That's probably fair. Fair enough. Yeah. That's pretty fair. That's, that's kind of where I land. Some, some old school shit. There's right value there. in oh. losing fights. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. I've had my ass kicked. I've kicked ass a couple of times as well. And there's value in it as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'd, I'll volunteer to whip this guy's ass if you guys are down. <laughs> I would like sell second. tickets to that. I think that would be funny. <laughs> I don't think it'd be very fair, though. I actually have. Uh, some pretty good reason to, but yeah, you do. Yes, I do. Fucking a. Okay, you do it. You okay. do it. I can now. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> so anyway, Jeff subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, and maybe we'll maybe we'll beat up somebody that we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we deal with things at the reasonable party <laughs> yeah, with that's violence. How we're doing. <laughs> Strictly violence. <laughs> These All are right. the jokes, people. Yes, they are. So some people shouldn't work wrong wrong is that what you're saying would you say as far as people that are capable of working everybody so, should have a job yeah, in society everybody needs to pull their weight in society for society to work or you get to move out in the woods and then you don't have to yeah, and you do, can't do, bitch right but you know what do guess what you're doing all the time value. I mean, you don't working and to. taking care of yourself that's a, that you are doing exactly what you don't want to do in society so that's a whole different might be way more fulfilling that's too okay. out in the woods, I'm okay yeah. with that me too yeah. alright yeah, just do just do something it doesn't have to be a conventional job. I don't give a fuck. Just just contribute in some way. Okay. So I'll I'll admit uh, that maybe my idea that some people shouldn't work is uh, faulty. And that maybe even assholes that it will definitely 100% spit in your food every chance they get, no matter what, no matter who's watching, no matter how many cameras, should probably still you know be somewhere in the workforce. Well, just cook your somewhere. own food. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I was just being a dick for years and years about that conversation, and here I am being a dick on the air it's good it's good to good to it's let right. that shit out fine you feel better i do feel better <laughs> i feel a little bit better so now i want to ask jeff what do you want to be when you grow up <sighs> jeff's gonna never gonna grow up <laughs> what, what I be. this is my attempt at a segue to our next thing about social indoctrination <laughs> i just want to be myself man i just want to be myself <laughs> oh tell us about yourself <laughs> why does it so why do we do that why we're always talking about indoctrination from the government and all this crap. Mm -hmm. and then, you know, I was thinking about like true crap. When you start talking to little kids, I mean, at what age we start asking them, you know, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Which kind of is a fucked up question. Obviously, we're meaning, hey, at three years old, what career is you know, right. <laughs> what career do you want to go into? Well, you should have this figured out. My answer now, to that question: I want to be an eye doctor. Child? I want to be a wizard. So I don't know if I can deal. <laughs> but you with know what that. I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> this helped us. And not. I was not joking we as, either. <laughs> he still wants to be a wizard. This might be. We as citizens are still, you know, in, in our daily lives. That's kind of indoctrination too. It's like we're not teaching people to be themselves. We're teaching people to understand that yourself 
doesn't work out in society the way you are so we need to train you how you can actually fight against your instincts to live within society and people are going to identify you but what by what profession you choose so you need to be start thinking about that now at three yeah, yeah so you know so we can, orthodontist <laughs> so we can you know basically try to figure out who you are and the, any type of stereotypes or you know the common threads with your profession so we know who you are it's like give us a hint so we can start making yeah, fun so of you, you really we're trying to box. train you so you have no fucking idea who you are your whole life and we do that as society and society blames it on schools and governments and all that which is all true but where does it start at does it start in our ideas because of uh religion or just societal rules mm. does it start from the government trickle down do we push it up I think it has to start from Judeo-Christian values because our government and our major religions are founded on that. So definitely most of Western culture is steeped in that. I think, Otherwise. I think it's kind of, there's a lot of, the more I think about it, the more facets I, I see in this because there's probably an element of, well, it was done to me, and so you have to go through it too. I've I turned out fine a, uh, all the time. Like I pay do. it, pay I it, it forward. I think it's also partially adults find uh, like it's 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 fun to imagine what a kid might turn out to be, and so like getting their input, and then it gives you some fuel. Like, oh, I wonder what they would be like if they grew up and did that. You know, so part of it's just a fun little game for adults. You know, I'm almost mm-hmm. disappointed if they don't give me an answer like a wizard. If they come up with like a real profession, <laughs> I mean, you you can pretty much expect one of like four. You know, nurse, doctor, police, fire, because mm-hmm. that's kind of shoved in kids' faces. The police, not so much anymore, because you know, if you want to be the police, you're automatically a bad, bad people. <laughs> but uh, that shit's shoved in your well, face. Based on my experience, that checks out. Right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I want to hear they want to be a wizard. One. But it's, I don't know if it makes a difference or not. But so many people, they live their lives just like I want to be myself, but I don't even really know who I am. Well, we caused that, though, mm-hmm. just by the way that society communicates. Well, then there's a, there's a very distinct difference and. It's always fascinating to me when adults get asked who they are. It's like, who are you? The response is either your name, which is not who you are. (laughs) That's what you're called. Or, well, these are the things that I do. Okay. That's what you occupy your time with. That's not who you are. Mm. Who are you? I don't know. That's what it comes down to. For for most people. Deep-rooted beliefs and principles. Yeah, a lot of people, again, we we see the, in society, you know, nationwide, the problem with that is people don't really take time to figure out what their actual own principles are. Mm -hmm. They just kind of go along with things that are being said a lot of times. Mm -hmm. I think that, and and I I think I've even had it happen in my life where I've sat down and thought about things and go, I don't really feel that way. So I've always said this, but... I really don't feel that way. It comes from society. Stop doing that. Our personalities are way more contextual than we want to admit. Like free will is really kind of loosely fitting a human beings (laughs) because context, like right now, our personalities are in the context of the three of us who know each other pretty well, who are here to do a certain thing and talk about a certain thing. We won't be the same if we go to Albertsons and talk to the person that the, you know, that's checking us in Uh, the context of our personality will be are more reserved or, maybe not reserved and that throws them off or we're uncomfortable for the depends day. Depends on how cute they are. All right. How awkward do you want to be that day? It depends on the attractiveness of the How person. much of my foot do I want to place into my mouth this evening? But context and, and society is what creates the context of 
what we are remembered as, what our personality is, because what we think about ourselves doesn't matter. It matters 100% to us, but it doesn't matter at all to what society sees us as. That's not our reputation. Our reputation is what our actions are amalgamated into what people have seen from <laughs> Less us. Less than that, our reputations are what somebody else said our actions were, whether it's true or not. Yeah, it very much can be, which is part of the injustice of all this so crap. So I know that the two of you just by virtue of having known both of you for years on a personal level i know that the two of you have spent not an insignificant amount of time exploring yourselves you know in the pursuit of trying to refine who and what you are but do you think you could really quantify that in words like if i said tell me who you are zach no do you think you could i would be foolish sounding if i tried i right. think i don't yeah. think i could i've spent i've spent a lot of time being introspective and going going you, deep I into can myself tell you my opinions. <laughs> <laughs> all the holes didn't, didn't mean for that to sound dirty but it sounded <laughs> dirty when it came out and i'm juvenile sometimes i can tell you my opinions <laughs> of things based on you know whatever learnings or principles that i have but it, it, it which would be a somewhat defining of me or where I stand on something. But if you ask me who I was, it, there's no general answer to that. Right. It's too complex. I think that, I think that showing who you are is the only way to communicate that. And it's not something that's just simply done in, in a single interaction. Right. And sometimes it's not done throughout the course of an entire year's worth of friendship, you know, like you several ever, years. You know? Do you really know who you are? I mean, you consistently change, well, too. it's a constantly evolving thing, yeah. I think, for sure. But there's got to be some core spark, right? Like, there's got to be something at the very core of Jeff that is, is Jeff. It's but essence. How, it's O to Jeff. But how do you describe it without sounding silly where it becomes a concept or, or a thing that he does? It's yeah. Jeff the cop. Jeff the Jeff the wise, you know, it's none yeah, of these well, things. Society gave me Jeff the cop, and I have wizard. to live with that the rest of my life. So I may as well I run with it. So would you say Shaden the rude? Shaden the wizard. <laughs> rude is also true. <laughs> Shaden the shrewd. <laughs> prude. Shaden the prude. Shaden the never prude. Been, that's never been said. That's but, hey, but that's hey, what I'm saying. Hey now, <laughs> society gave me that tag. Yeah. Because I chose to go that route, which is just weird. But that's what I'm but saying. That's not like how you would describe you, yourself. The, I no, think it was just a part of my life. It was the purpose that I did it is way more defining than what I actually did. Right. Well, yeah. so, but, you but knowing that about you, knowing that you were a cop and you were a cop for a long period of time, and I've gotten you well, to know you well enough to know reasons why you chose to do that for as long as you did. All of those are indicators that point towards who you are to me. Right. Because it wasn't, you didn't just go, oh, I'm just going to do this for no reason. You had reasons for doing what you did, and those reasons came from some deeper part of you that's a lot closer to the core of who you are. So being able to be discerning and pay attention to those things in others, but also in yourself, is excellent place to start if you're really trying to zero in on who you are mm -hmm. spend time observing the things that you do and don't take them for granted look at them critically and go why did i do that mm -hmm. where did that come from what drives me to do this thing that i do like if you're a fucking musician or if you are a mechanic why do you do that shit mm -hmm. and and spend time trying to be truthful and answer those questions for yourself and you fucking you'll learn a fuckload yeah. I have. <laughs> yeah. Similar. Similar, similar. I remember when I was younger, I I grew up, I told you guys a little bit about my mom and my history with her, and, and uh, 
my dad and her relationship led to a bunch of lying. My mom lied to my, my dad all the time. And whether it was natural, biological in me, or just part of growing up in that system or whatever, a system, family. Uh, and, and with <laughs> that those, familial system. Yeah, familiar. I'm very cold about it. I don't <laughs> look at it as familial. It's familiar. Uh, I wonder if, if, you know, I remember catching myself, like I wasn't a big liar. Like I got this elaborate story. It was all these little li- white lies where it was mm-hmm. just to, ex- you know, to shine I was an only child so I'm like please like me I also have you know I have a Nintendo 5 and they're like what's a Nintendo 5 I'm like I don't know anymore why did I say that <laughs> but I remember when I was like I don't like that about myself yeah. and I remember thinking about it and it was like like what you were saying was trying to convince my subconscious like stop that like, you why tell are you even... a white lie for so long that you just kind of incorporated yes it? and you're like no that's it yeah. like 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 for for the rest of my of life, life i have to yeah. i have to remember that yeah. shit yeah man when i was young i, I would do that to myself all the time and i'd, I'd be like i need and a new friend like, so i and can it's like nothing clean. of any consequence either you're just yeah. like well i have to be consistent so it's just something <laughs> stupid yeah well, and i think everybody's done that in yeah. their life well, yeah. about something yeah, yeah. i you think once, when we grow up we realize our parents are fucking real yeah. people that fart and and we also realize that you know you lie for two reasons right that lying is a point in the you're not smart enough to lie too, for very long, right? A, a, a big lie. Yeah. Hmm. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I know we all think we can do it. You, know, you, you lie so to make can. yourself look better and bo- or or boast on something, or you or you lie to keep things at an even keel. You know, get out of trouble. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that line on an even that for about things to keep things on an even keel, that can be created. That like in relationships, I've watched that be created by a spouse who is unjustly like untrusting mm-hmm. that will cause the, the other person to lie about everything because they never know if they're going to be in trouble. Right. <laughs> so right. in fact, I actually went through that, uh, with one of my exes. We play uh, some weird mind games with each yeah. other when you get real deep into it. And it's like, man, I didn't think you were that sophisticated of a mind fucker, but here you are <laughs> just working at Wendy's, but you are a fucking mind fuck. Yeah. Goddamn PhD. By yeah. virtue of things that I have experienced thus far in my life, the moment I feel like I'm, catching a whiff of somebody playing a game with me even if it's not something of huge consequence i'm like okay i'm done now yeah dude that's where like, I'm, I'm done too. if you're gonna play games with me then my my answer is i will not play <laughs> you respect me zero you may fuck off yeah. <laughs> you have my permission to fuck off away from me now <laughs> seriously yeah but that's because I, we spent time doing that ourselves it's like well i wasn't trustworthy in that point i wasn't worth shit so i don't know all right, so social indoctrination is what I wrote down for this. And and basically, like, where did this come from? Where did the idea of uh, what do you want to be when you grow up, why do we think like that, I think was what we were initially Yeah, and I think it's, I, it, I guess it's the, the basic structure of the American dream of this is how you live your life. You go to school, and then you go to college, and then you get married, and then you have, then you buy a house, and you have two point five kids, and you, you know, drive a car, and then you work a job, and then you retire, and then that was really only a couple died. generations, huh? The American dream was like a, a concept that happened during the twentieth century, and it kind of it's it hasn't fizzled. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember. Evolved, you know, I don't, or I don't, I don't imagine like, you know, the crudes. <laughs> See, that's right. an awesome show by the way yeah, yeah. going hey what do you want to do when you grow up I mean you know right. live live yeah. yeah not be eaten by yeah. that saber tooth tiger do you think uh, 
do you think we as adults and particularly as parents do that shit with kids and it's born out of a desire to try and set them up to succeed in that system? I don't think it's it's intent. Let's let's start thinking about what maybe you might be interested in so I can try to move the pieces on the board the best I can to set you up for it. That's got to be it. I'll say this. I don't think it's meant to be negative. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just find it interesting that... I mean, it does. It can become negative in certain cases, for sure. Though. It could, yeah. but yeah, and, and I do think that it could be encouraging, or or it is a way to see how a kid's mind works, or you know, not uh, when they're a fucking wizard. But, yeah. <laughs> but I want well, to be a fireman yeah, and a policeman. It, it, so again, you like, know that imagine, he's probably imagine my chagrin when I got to a certain age and found out there is no wizard college. <laughs> yeah, Harry Potter is full of shit. God damn it! Did I <laughs> tell the wizard story with the kids? I'm not sure. Here on this show. Or in general to us? In general to us. I don't know. The wizard story, it must be recently. any bells. Yeah, so we took, I took my girlfriend's kids up to the mountain uh, and took them to my bear baits. Okay. On one of the bear baits, there's a tree that I always call the wizard tree. Oh, yeah, you told me. You've seen the wizard tree on stump. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's this hollowed out tree because it was hit by lightning. looks like a big wizard. It's. And it goes up probably 70 feet, and then but the top is, like, gone. Yeah, it's a cool last tree. Anyway, I had this whole story that a wizard lives in the tree, and then I tried to give him a secret a secret knock. Oh, you <laughs> fucking liar. Yeah, did you I tell you You lied to those children. I did. I totally lied to <laughs> them. It was so much fun. you got to finish the story so, now. <laughs> I'm like, you got to knock three times. Go, hoo 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 They wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. So yeah. I'm like, well... I'm like, oh, I got to go pee. So this tree is huge. So I went around the back side of it. Well, as soon as I left, one of them got the courage. <laughs> so there's holes underneath the tree where I was at. So I started talking as the wizard. And it sounded like I was like up in the top of the tree, I guess. Cool. coming up. So I guess their eyes just got biggest dinner place and they were just shocked so we had some Murder. whole conversation <laughs> I, I ended up being a nudist and that's why I couldn't come down because it was inappropriate for me to be naked <laughs> in front of kids hey there was a valuable but, life lesson but they're like they're like oh my god we talked to the wizard I'm like oh I missed it yeah, they're like, where were you? I'm like, I was down there peeing. I was I... peeing for a really long time. Like a suspiciously long time. <laughs> Five years later, they're like, wait a minute. I've never seen those two together. <laughs> Fucking wizard. Well, that's fun. All right, so our shit comes from, we don't know. We didn't figure that out. Social indoctrination. Why do yeah. we Why do we care about directing chitrins into the future? Partially, yeah. partially good intentions. I mean, I'm yeah. sure. But. I mean, yeah, I guess we are trying to guide people to live in society, which I do understand. But it's just it's something about it just struck me as odd that yeah. we do that. And I don't, I'm not saying it's good or it's bad. Right. Or, well, the positive side of it is, I mean, I would want to get our education system more along the lines of countries that do a really good job at it, or societies that do a good job at it. Finland, Japan. Uh, Scandinavian countries in general basically they they find people maybe through this maybe through the opposite asking them like hey you like tinker toys you like widgets you know and they're like yeah do you do you like math and or you know do you like Shakespeare no all right let's go this direction and then every year they go a little further into the trade schools and stuff like that uh, so I mean part of it is like hey little kid can you make parenting easier for me what do you like mm-hmm. what do you like you little shit but problem is is they're like oh i've only seen the cartoon network 
So what do I know? As I don't know, as as somebody who's not a parent, I I've thought about that possibility a lot and like what what the crazy challenges and all that shit might be and that piece of it fucking terrifies me where, setting them in the wrong like, direction or well something. not necessarily that but just like drawing this figuring out where to draw the line between i don't want to take your childhood from you i want to allow you to be a child mm-hmm. because that's fucking special i think most people would agree that it's it's good to let a kid be a kid yeah but when where do you like how like are you okay but am i wasting time where i could be you know helping them explore their potential right but but in so doing i'm 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 not i'm taking away some of their childlike wonder because i have to i can't do that without explaining some of the way the world really is to there's, them there's likely i don't have gonna, a problem with that honestly there's likely going to be therapy at the <laughs> just end like anyway, i'll fucking so, take their child, childhood yeah. away from I will, them i will <laughs> snatch away I'll, their I'll dreams like them over the head with, with reality <laughs> i wish my parents would have forced something like piano lessons on me as a little kid like yeah. they used to back in the day and some yeah i was do. i was just gonna say i was kind of relating this to thinking about well i don't know do were you were you pushed into sports or did you already have a like for it no my parents didn't push me into much they i was i just like sports but once i got good at sports i the push came you know kind of early you know i I mean you know are girls pushed into ballet or do they naturally want to go into ballet or or uh but there's gymnastics if there's only three or four options they'll pick ballet gymnastics soccer basketball you know they'll just pick one right so i don't know if they uh, pick them yeah true exactly i don't know uh I asked to to be in Cub Scouts, but I only had the option of going home and jerking off or going to Cub Scouts or playing sports. Well, they would have probably jerked you off at Cub Scouts, so... <laughs> you know, that's part of the problem why I don't like Cub Scouts anymore, man. Come on, that, was, that hit hard. It hit home real good. You just feel left out now. <laughs> yeah, I miss those guys. <laughs> we all went through a lot of trauma. Whoa. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, it's fine. Here we are getting dark again. <laughs> so I ran into a guy the other day who was Shit. bringing his daughter out to uh, play flag football. The, the, there's a league out where I live. I don't like where I, what I said triggered whatever you're about to say. No, 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 no. He's well, we're just back on the sports thing and, and <laughs> choosing. And this little girl obviously loves football, but he's like, I always wanted a boy. He has, I think he had five daughters. He's like, I have five daughters. I got to have a boy somehow. So I just got them all into wrestling and football and hmm. all the boy sports. <laughs> now they all seem to love it, and that's how they're growing up. Was that indoctrinated, or is it what they truly love? I mean, was it was indoctrinated? Our, you know, were the other options available to them or not? I'm sure they mm-hmm. were, but improve like the what Are the father sure? is saying. Know. Well, the indoctrination isn't just like, "Hey, do this." It's like the reason you should do this is because daddy will love you more. Yeah, right. You know, and the government's like that. If you like to be a good little government bitch and you do what we say, and we'll give you a little cookie, a little extra cookie, give you a hundred dollars. Exactly. It's like, fuck uh. yeah, I love cookies. <laughs> indoctrination comes best with badges, cookies. You know. Being able, if you tell on your neighbor, you get an extra dollar or something. That's nice. So, you get to have five people at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm back here smoking. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. Uh, we should talk about that eventually. It's nice to see that the uh, governments of the United States didn't actually apologize. They just heard oh. the government of the United States, government of the world, <laughs> didn't apologize for all of their actions and obvious transgressions against the entire world. But they 
They gave themselves permission to have fucked us over, though. Yeah, that was nice yeah. of them. They acknowledged it. <laughs> they were like, we yeah. have decided we're okay to forgive ourselves like, for you, fucking your lives. It was, yeah, it's, we're okay. But it we're going like, to be all you right. You cheated on me. And for years, it was like, no, I didn't. And then one day, they're like, I did. I did. And it, 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 it's okay. It's okay because <laughs> you liked it. You enjoyed <laughs> it. Like, what? But I feel it was so not, much better. That's not what I was looking for from you. <laughs> I, feel, I feel so much better that I got it off my chest. Exactly. Now you get to live with it. <laughs> the first step was was good. I like the first step. Yeah. The follow through with the second step, third step's bad. Kind of came apart. Now came you apart. know one hundred percent that your brother's cock was inside me. <laughs> you get to live with that. But God, I feel great. Now. I kind of, I kind of miss. That's the why you keep your goddamn. <laughs> keep your skeletons in your closet. They're yours. They're your responsibility. Keep them there. Do not let them out. Right. Burn, burn <laughs> the closet down. It's going to hurt someone else. Don't fucking let them out. Burn the Just closet. repress that shit. Yes. There, you have a responsibility to rep repress that shit. <laughs> if you got away with it, it's yours to fucking own. Hold on to that shit. Do not. I keep say, that poison in Do not. Put it in a journal. You are not allowed. to one of the grandchildren. You are not allowed to get the relief of getting rid of that. Shit. Hold on to it. I'm not sure where we are anymore, but I love What's it. What's happening? <laughs> I think we move on from what we were trying to talk about. Uh, I liked that conversation regardless. Where does it all start the social indoctrination? Uh, I don't think we got to anywhere near an answer. But no. now let's move on to... Par for the jar course. <laughs> jar for the course. I think we may have gotten to the... <laughs> That's a shirt, boys. <laughs> Write that down. I'm not writing it down. I don't have a pen. What'd you said? I said jar for the course. Jar for the course. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wear that shit as a hat, personally. And it'll be like a ball in the sand trap and, and then the guy looking the other way like, where the fuck is the ball? <laughs> <laughs> With his dick in his hand. Like yeah. His left hand. Shadow boxing. Shadow boxing yeah. in left field. <laughs> problems all right well, this next one i'm not sure where this is going to go it could be very deep uh so prepare yourselves for maybe even tears i don't know uh but death just in general this is how we deal with death yeah and fuck this is the, this way is we the look time at of year death. yeah i don't know we're this talking society all... our society in general is that what we're speaking of sure and and sure. Us, <laughs> us, us us personally it, too you know i mean let's get into let's get into some of our our heads on on death because i know we've all dealt with it and and one way or another and uh i don't know man i feel like i feel like it's important to talk about death and and try to be a little less fucking weird about it because everybody's really fucking weird about it you know like there's like this weird again if you want to talk about social conditioning there's this weird conditioning where somebody's like somebody has somebody that died and so they mention it and then everybody just like reaches into their pocket of like oh here's the five appropriate things you're allowed to say to somebody who right. lost somebody you know like oh i'm so sorry yeah eh, well it wasn't top, your fault right not what I was my sympathies for. yeah That's my better. sympathies okay That's i mean i just i don't know is that really the best like is there a good thing to is there a good way to respond my to sympathies that, is about know? as good as you can be where it's like i truly wish i could give you my energy you know what my answer to, to that is I, I try to let my answer be if mm. i have the time or i feel like i'm i know this person well enough as i go tell me about him mm. you know no, what i mean I like yeah. i don't i don't have to be sorry like you already know i feel bad because i care about you why don't you uh sh share a story with me or let me just get i i know you need to process this process a piece of it with me i want to listen you know that's pretty valuable how about that say. that's pretty badass right I think that, Shade. That's actually pretty good. I kind of want to vote Shade to be president of whatever club yeah. is that is in charge of that. You should be in charge of that. <laughs> well, I've dealt with uh, not 
maybe more than my fair share of death you know less than others but more than more than the average i think and um i'm pretty i don't want to say i'm cavalier about it but i'm pretty uh i'm well adjusted when it comes to death i think like i'm i'm it's it's not the end of the world but i afford it the level of respect and regard that it's due but there's some shit about the way that we deal with death that really fucking bothers me because i i i lost somebody that was about as close to me as you can get when uh i was um not too long out of high school and it's weird for me because i feel like if i ever bring it up now years and years later that i'm being a pain in the ass just because and nobody really goes out of their way to make me feel that way but it's like oh bro that was like over a decade ago get let it go you know what i mean it's how i feel people are going to respond and people that care about me don't but there's still that piece in my brain that's just like dude don't fucking bring up your your dead ex you know like that's just like (laughs) you're supposed to be way to fucking rain on the day like that was your shit you already processed it just let it lie you know what i mean it's just like but to me it's like I would if I ever bring her up it's not because I'm looking for sympathy you know like I don't want some people to go oh poor Shaden he lost somebody and he won't shut up about it years later it's I want I want some piece of her to still be alive you know like I have people that I care about that never got to know her and I want to share my memories of her with them so that they understand that piece of me you know yeah, what I, mean? absolutely. I, I a thousand percent understand I mm. mean yeah makes sense so but it's just there's there's this kind of weird attitude where it's just like you're allowed to process it for a little while and then you just carry it and quit bringing it up because you're wrecking people's day you know i have an opinion on that as far as society goes it seems like there's this special one year mark for as far as in our society and death for one year you are it's okay for you to mourn in fact you are expected to mourn up to that one year anniversary like (laughs) if anything out of the ordinary like a relationship starts 10 months down the road or something like that people will view you as you must not have cared as much as you thought yeah but you got to make it to that one year mark and then you're kind of all on the flip side if you mourn for longer than that year you are weak get over it move on with your life why haven't you met somebody yet? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so society kind of attacks people for it. And on so your, I mean, it's someday best, I'll probably. It's best to be at odds with society. If you find yourself in lockstep with society, you should yeah. look around and be like, oh, no, oops, oops, baby. <laughs> I fell for something stupid, didn't I? I? Someday maybe I'll tell the whole story of Adam, but I mean, it's been 30 years, right? right? Yeah. And for 30 years, when it comes around, it, well, his death and his birthday were pretty close together. So it kind of lumped together, but I still write something publicly about Adam. It's not for my atten- if not for attention. It's to commemorate him and say, you know, 30 years ago, things that happened in our lives, you still impact me today. And I just want, you are a part of me still. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's very important. And that helps all of us You're who love that you memory get to alive know. alive too, you know what yeah. I mean? Because like when, you, when you shared that shit with me for the first time and we really got into it, we found out we had some, I mean, it's not the same situation by any means, but my the big death in my past, it was the same deal. Her, her birthday and when she died were super close together and we ended mm-hmm. up kind of bonding over that. And it was like, we got to learn more about each other on a deeper level just because 
you had the guts to fucking tell me about this thing that was super important to you that you went through and like fuck man like <laughs> framing well, it framing it that way maybe it's like you know hey maybe we ought to be doing that more like right. maybe we ought to like it just you know like let's let's do it more and and then call out anybody who is a, an asshole about it you know and, and you guys kind <laughs> like, of at that. the very least use it as a litmus test to be like oh they, i don't need them like they're fucking they're they're not jiving with my energy right. <laughs> well, and you guys you guys knowing me well enough to know and you guys know the whole story and everything that i mean he literally set a path in my life yeah that otherwise for him i would have i would not be here today yeah pretty pretty much guaranteed so you know um another show someday down the road yeah but my point is that i understand that And, and as far as death i mean in my profession i mean i dealt with death almost on the daily and you know to very very violent gruesome deaths to you know old people to babies um and, you know, <laughs> you get gallows humor. I mean, I, I laugh at shit that most people cry at. It doesn't mean that I don't care. That's just yeah. how, I, how I dealt with it. So dead bodies thing. and stuff yeah. don't bother me. Yeah. You know, Our strength losing, losing close ones, uh, close ones. Yes, I'm still going to hurt. You know, I don't just because I can be around dead bodies and deal with them and I can't have emotion. Even if I f- wanted to with a call, I, I'm not allowed to. Right. So you yeah. learn how to shut that shit off. Yeah. But, you know, it's different when with people that you care about. You know, it's always going to be different with people that mean something to you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at work, it's like this is just another call. Yeah. You know, I just trying to help these people. I already feel like I'm invading because I'm coming in in uniform and I have to explain to them why I'm there, that we help out the coroners and the whole process that we go through. Uh, so, I, you know, just doing that the best that I can. And again, not knowing what to say to people, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just I just up front. With people, and they're really, I'm like, there is nothing I can say to make this better right now, but I'm gonna try and help you through the process and explain it the best that I can. This mm-hmm. is why I'm That's here. That's a real good thing to say. Yeah, actually, you're, you're, would... nobody's in trouble is why I'm here. We only have two coroners for the area, mm-hmm. so we have to do all this initial stuff, and then they'll decide whether they need to come out or whether to clear them by phone, and then we can, uh, I'll call a funeral home if you have one selected. You know, then I have to help them with that process and everything. But, so, what do you guys think of uh, the way we deal with? Uh, are dead in our society as far as burial versus burn or anything like that yeah and the cost associated with i think it's fucking insane i think that it is it is one of the most virtue signal virtue signaling businesses that there are it's like you don't love grief profiteering (laughs) yeah it's like (laughs) you didn't love him very much if you only want this casket you really loved him if you want this this headstone how about you put your tongue right on my taint (laughs) yeah exactly press hard well With our in our sovereign family, just a little hook finger on the inside. <laughs> all three of us, Push down. all three of us <laughs> know uh, our friend really good. I, she wouldn't care if we said her name, but Shelby, uh, and she works in the yeah. the after you know after death industry. And uh, I was talking to Shelby at our show, mm-hmm. and I thought it was funny because I've always thought this too. Like she just came up and was like, "I'm burning a ten thousand dollar casket tomorrow, ten thousand dollar." Like made of some rare wood from fucking Peru or some shit. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. People get cremated in caskets, dude, bro. Dude, bro. I you need kindling, dude. This is seriously news to me, dude, bro. Yeah, you need kindling, right? Why? That's, That's why I thought it was fucking like who's who's buying a casket just to burn it, right, bro? That's all for the display at the you know funeral or whatever. 
I'm pretty sure that they don't recycle those shit. None of you guys at home can see my face right now, but I'm <laughs> literally floored by it. It doesn't this. make sense, you're right. This is new information but to me. I thought if you I thought it was like you either get a casket if you're okay. going to if you're going to bury the person so. or or you just put them like on a table with flowers and, and make them pretty in a nice suit, and then you put them in a cardboard box and stick them in the oven. You bury yeah. the casket in the dirt, yeah. so I guess you so put to it preserve in the, them. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm gonna get this on record right now. Maybe when less I die, people. I want to be skinned, okay? Yikes! And I want my hand. I want my hide tanned. Exactly. Then you take the rest Not of it. me and you burn me. And then you take my ashes and you put them on a bear bait. And that first bait bear that comes in, you shoot it. And you eat it, <laughs> and enjoy my soul inside your. That's way too oh. much. That's way too much of a controlling fucking request. No, thank you. You want so you want in my cells. He wants in our cells. Yeah. No, I refuse that. Fuck it, I'll do it, bro. I'm in I'll do you. It, bro. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm it was. So in. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'll poop you out. Fine. I'll poop you out happily. But then I'll assimilate some of your ass, and some of you will yeah. be in my heart, Jeff. That's right. And I see and your in game. your lungs. God and I will give it. you pull-ups back. <laughs> <laughs> You're a witch. Goddamn witch is what he is. Was you that last that? show that joke came up? I think so. <laughs> yes, it was. It had to be. God damn it. Well, yeah. So anyway, my to to bring us back around here. Back. I think bring I think the way that we deal with uh, our dead is almost no matter how you slice it it's just gross behavior to me the cost associated with it the pageantry around it you know like it's like it's been engineered to make you believe that you're getting that you need to do that to get closure and i don't think that's the case it's almost damn near illegal like you have to do certain things legally to when you die like with caskets or certain yeah. ways of disposing the dead like i couldn't bury a loved one in the that's backyard I mean. it seems like a racket a you know like there's there's cultures in the world where they they'll take you and like they'll have a week-long party and and keep you in the kitchen and and just like they're like this is our send like we're having a, we're having our last fucking get together with you and all the people that like Something. you and we're hanging out with you that's what i want to ask you guys and they're not fucking weird about it right because they haven't been taught to be weird about it like even little kids are like oh that must scar the children it's like no because they're not taught that it's a weird fucking thing to do what it's just like that's grandma grandma's gone now but this is our last party with her yeah you know, but I also don't understand. ask her a lot of so everybody can questions. say goodbye. Yeah. But I also understand why people can have even extra trauma when they come over to grandma's house and grandma had died in the bathroom and she hit her head on the toilet and then so she's been in this position. So there's this this enormous looks like from the shining pool of blood. You know, mm -hmm. that's going to be really a lot more traumatic. Yeah, and cause some serious no incidents. doubt, no doubt. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I wanted to ask this since this question came and, up. Like, and what that culture? happens more than not. I mm -hmm. mean, that, that kind of stuff happens all the time, right? For sure. No, I don't what? I don't think there's much of a real dignified way to make an exit in this world, no, no matter how people you Unless you're you lucky die, enough to Everybody so. shits themselves, mm -hmm. you know. Like. It's just the way that <laughs> the sphincters don't want to stay sphincted in no more. <laughs> what cultures, or if any, or, or any kind of concepts even, maybe in, fi in fiction, would you say are respectful ways to treat the dead? What would you assimilate into your life? I just, I don't really, I don't know that there would be a way that I'd be like, that's the way that everybody should do it. I think whatever is right for you and the people that care about you, however they want to honor you, should be fine. I just don't think that it should be made to, like, be this big pageant that's going to put you in debt, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, that's right. that's right. really the, that's, that's, yeah. that's the avenue that you're left unless you want to break laws, more or less, in our mm -hmm. society, and I think that's wrong, man. You know, yeah. like, if I tell you guys, hey, I want you to fucking take me out in the woods and 
build me a pyre and just set me on fire and, we commit and, felonies and everybody, jack everybody fucking have a have a good old viking style party in the woods and then and then burn me at night and don't set the forest on fire right do your best <laughs> to be responsible you know like i'm not saying that's how i want to go but if that's what i decided i think that should be the way that she ends as Absolutely. long as, as long as you guys are on board and decide to have that follow through then fuck it you would no, think if you were going to call yourself a citizen of a free country you would have some sort of liberties at the end of life with the most important transition. Uh, you would think that that would be real, goes without saying, but. It seems like the, the way we deal with death in general is just super disrespectful, like the way we push life insurance on people and shit, you know, like especially old people. And no it's just shit. like, oh, quit it. We're super cunty quit. about it. Leave death alone. I wonder like, why. Show some fucking respect, yeah. you cunts. <laughs> so to answer your question as far as other cultures, any culture that celebrates the life as opposed to mourning the life, uh, I, I like better. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, one of my ex-wives was Hispanic, and I went through the first time with her family. Um, their process that they go through, uh, being a Catholic family, uh, and I think it has more to do with the Hispanic culture. It was a seven-day-long process. It's rad. Yeah. There was a lot of really good food and a lot of alcohol, but it was a lot of crying. The women all get together and cry. I, I guess that's just kind of part of it. Hmm. And do the rosary. So it's a long process. It was, I, I couldn't drink any more tequila. I was just getting trashed. <laughs> but the guys have a blast. The guys all hang out, yeah. and, you know, talk shit to each other. I like that. The Irish are that way. Food. You know, when someone passes yeah. away, it's the biggest but it was, party of the, their life. The thing I thought was really weird was uh, that half of it was mourning with the females, but the men were all cool and partying. So I, that's a weird, a weird culture structure that I didn't I think it's really a Catholic understand. thing because, yeah, like I just said, the Irish do that too. I'm not sure. Really? Catholic can throw down is that true that doesn't seem true Boston some some oh. types of tradition I really think are garbage but I really think that like death and like birth traditions in different cultures are usually pretty fucking cool mm -hmm. you know like, I mean, well, some cultures have criers that come in criers yeah yeah <laughs> that didn't know them you know what I mean yeah yeah they yeah. get hired to cry well I would, so I had taken same ex-wife to uh, you imagine being a professional crier. Yeah, uh, to a to a viewing. <laughs> warm up. For my when my grandmother died, <laughs> she went to the viewing, and you know it starts off quiet. And my family starts showing up, and it's getting louder and louder and louder as people are coming from out of town. And pretty soon, it's just hooting and hollering and laughing, and everybody's just having a good old time. And she looks at me, she's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you people? You white people are fucking crazy." <laughs> like what? She's like, if this was my family, they wouldn't need medics on standby for people crying because they're, they could have a heart attack. Like, you guys just like, this is, I'm like, she had a good life. Last time I saw her, she tried to eat a flower. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she just did not understand. Well, maybe, I mean, on this topic, death is so serious. Mm -hmm. And yet it's so for sure going to happen. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, well we're why? very selfish with death. In all yeah. reality, I mean, the person that dies, they move on to whatever that is, nothing to something. Yeah. I don't know. But we, the funerals are not for them. The funerals are for us. Mm -hmm. You know, everything that we do really is for us in our mourning and, and, and not having them in our lives anymore. Mm -hmm. the, all, of, all of our responses ultimately come from a selfish place. It doesn't mean that they're bad. It just comes from a selfish well, religion. place. I mean, wouldn't you argue that like most of the religions are based on a fear of death? Yes, I mean, absolutely. I, I consider Christianity a, forgive me, my friends, but a death cult in a lot of ways because it is about 
the death. Yeah, like it's most of your life is about how you're going to deal with your death and afterwards. That and but for what may happen to me in de- me in death, I, I need to act this certain way mm-hmm. in life right. because of fear of what happens after after death. And that's a theory. That's a way to look at life, I guess. I, but the problem is, is that you're, you're taking leaps of faith that just man made up thousands of years ago. You know, that in a not very civilized part of the world, and you're kind of going off pretty far with that. So maybe life is about preparing yourself for death and a bigger, longer, more important life or some shit in heaven or hell or whatever. But we're guaranteed that you wake up tomorrow going, well, I can do a bunch of stuff today. <laughs> I mean, you're not guaranteed, I guess, to wake up tomorrow. But today, as of your your consciousness, you're guaranteed that. So it feels weird to throw it away. Mm-hmm. That's why I've always kind of been like, that's a philosophy. I'm not going to toss it out totally. Maybe there is something to that other side thing, and maybe be one of those little nuggets, those keeper nuggets. Yeah, exactly. That you sift out what we were talking about. You know, the possibilities there. I guess the ability to define it, whatever the fuck that is. I'm not even going to pretend like I know. Right. Me either. Yeah. And I think uh, everybody is different in what they what they need for closure. I think everybody needs some form of closure, but what they need is is different. You mm-hmm. know, like for me, for example. I've never really needed like a, a like a place like I don't need to go to a cemetery to to visit you know or whatever. It's just not for me because I'm like as soon as as soon as somebody makes an exit from their body, I don't really associate them with their body anymore. Same. You know, so I've I'm never just visited like, my mom's so I'm like, grave. I'm like, never. yeah, I don't I don't need to do that. I appreciate that some people need to go through those Same. motions, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, that's fine. I, but it's just not for me. I don't need that. But but I've I've learned through. Uh, my ex's death that like I still have a need to like see some evidence of them being gone before I can square with it like it'll all there will always be a what if if I can't if I can't see solid evidence of them actually being mm-hmm. dead there will always be a what if in my brain because I'm so just you wired that way the deceased body is what not you're necessarily saying? Is I, I need to see some some like even if it's just like a, a a funeral where you don't see the body but like everybody's there and everybody's like yeah that person's gone you know like and like all the people that were close to this person are like so yeah, this they're, is they're, your they're conspiracy gone. shit you know? coming out basically i guess but like so uh, to to put it in a real example when my ex died it was at a hospital that i couldn't get to in time hours away and uh her body was just surrendered to that hospital for them to dispose of and there was never any kind of service people her family got angry when we talked about it to other people that knew her they were like that's this family business you know like don't talk about it and i was like what the fuck is that Mm. like so there's always going to be this part of me even though yes i'm quite sure rationally that she's been dead for a long time but there's always going to be this part of me that's like what if she's not? What if she's fucking out there somewhere? And, and maybe, that fucking is a shitty thing to have to live with, you know? Because yeah. like I, I never got the closure that I felt like I needed. Yeah, maybe if you do a process, uh, like I release balloons every year. That's mm-hmm. like my process. That's my thing that I do. That's my 15 minutes to think about everything and and process it, you know give out my tears or whatever my thank yous and then move on with life mm-hmm. maybe since you can't have that physical closure you can do some sort of process that way where you can think of yeah your position how many songs have you written about this in, in this vein <laughs> a lot <Right>. has it <laughs> helped 
yeah, I think that was my my way of processing it for sure. Um, I try the balloons too. This, That's uh, pretty beautiful. The uh, there, there's the, a lot uh, of different ideas. That's just a simple it's one. Pretty beautiful though. One of the uh, most upbeat sing along songs that I have is, and I'm outing myself a little bit here, but it's actually completely about my ex dying, oh. and people sing along with it, and like nobody's really made the connection of like, oh. This is a happy song that's really not fucking whoa, happy. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, it's, one of, it's my favorite whoa, song. Whoa. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you actually go and look at the lyrics of that song, it's like, ooh. <laughs> no, those are the best, though. You, <laughs> you know? know? And it's I knew a really that. great song. And that song was kind of like my very first like tribute to her. And I was like, she was always. I wish you guys would She still was always play really, song, really, really fucking happy and he not in like weekend. an annoying, suspicious way. And like a, one of those people that you're just like, wow, you're sincerely just like a, a light person like you're you're light you know mm-hmm. and so i was like if i if the first fucking song i write to process this is a really sad depressing song like i want it to be she would be like dude motherfucker what the fuck <laughs> so you're like whoa <laughs> yeah i'm like all right you get a fucking pop punk song <laughs> take that <laughs> there's been others too huh oh yeah yeah, yeah. lots <clears throat> well godspeed on that for finding the one that does the the right medicine but i mm-hmm. bet when people sing that song back to you it's complicated yeah well for especially when it was especially when it was new now now i just kind of like it's like it's it's kind of like my little shared joke with her it feels like you know because it's just like (laughs) all these people are getting all the they're singing about dead person (laughs) (laughs) it's like like my fun inside joke with myself that i now now everybody fucking knows you guys don't tell anybody (laughs) yeah don't (laughs) all of you people just listen to me say that keep my secret this might have been the wrong (laughs) place to say that yeah had to come out sometime right I have <laughs> I have a song like that too that I've tried to play. I've played it like three or four times because it was from a mama, and uh, I call it "Standing in the Temple of the Center of Time" because I like those kind of titles, I guess. And I don't know, man. Like when I wrote it, I was in a I was hustling because all my life I'd written songs for my mom because mm-hmm. she liked that shit a lot. Like I'd just record something on a shitty eight track recorder and and then give it to her, and it was like it made her happy and so I wrote lots of songs with that in mind where they were pretty crap and then I started working on this song to help me process and then at the end of her life she's like I can't wait to hear it and I was like and I had planned on playing it for her and then I was like I can't show I can't share it with you and she was like why I was like I think this one's for me Mm. and then when she passed or actually when she was kind of uh in the very very end process or whatever I got to go to hospice and play it and uh, yeah there was it, it helped process it like it was kind of crazy how yeah. putting those words down and then singing it in the moment was kind of powerful it's amazing how that shit works it's a special experience I did that with my grandma on my dad's side and she was in hospice I went and I brought my guitar with me and she it was like we got this rare quiet moment between the parade of people that had just been coming through you know it was like there was always family in there which is what it's supposed to be yeah. but I'm sure it was exhausting for her you know yeah. it's just like oh god you know like okay that's good thanks for coming guys right. go home tell you me know, your story but, yep I love you too bye bye but it was just like we caught this we caught this moment one evening where uh, and I wasn't super close with my grandma but it still was kind of a it felt special to be able to share it with her but she just asked me to she was like we play play your guitar you know and I said okay and it was it was very quiet and she was like obviously really tired so like I didn't even sing at all I just did some random like fingerstyle shit for a while 
And then I looked up and she was like good crying, you know, and like mm-hmm. it was like the one time in hours that she had been lucid, you know, because she was on so many meds. She was just kind of in and out of coherency, but it's special having that those, those yeah. kind of moments. It's like, that's cool. I'm glad I'm glad we got to share that. Makes you yeah. thankful that you picked up the music path, too, because yeah. you're like, well, I can do this for people. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That was the other thing too. Can't about, pay my bills, but <laughs> that was the other thing too about going to calls a lot and dealing with dead bodies a lot. Is I had to deal with a lot of family, and you know, there's it, it was it's crazy to watch people go through a couple stages of grieving like right in front of your oh, face. Man. You know, every you know, there's what seven stages, and I can't say them verbatim. That you go through, but mostly d- masturbating. You don't, I think that's yeah. like four stages. <laughs> you don't go. You don't go through them. Uh, My favorite parts. <laughs> you know, seven stages over a year. I mean, you kind of maybe do, but those also can happen within minutes yeah. of each other. I think it's both. And yeah. watching that roller coaster is just insane, and and having to deal with your job, plus having to deal with people coming up, and more, and then sometimes you get more and more family. You got thirty family members there, and you're by yourself trying to deal with a dead body and get all this information and be loving and caring to everybody that walks in the door you're fucking exhausted by the time you're done give us will you give us a i feel like you've got to be a a minority of uh people that made it through a career doing what you do and still manage to maintain a good degree of empathy at the end of the day and sense of humor that's true and that's weird and i'm trying to find out why and i I don't know why it's just who i am i guess Mm -hmm. you can't it's just it's just a Natural you you're not a military guy. You're not, and I'm not saying, talking shit about military at no. all. But you come from. You really had to kind of. I'm more of just the opposite of military guy. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. You maybe could empathize with the criminals a little more. No, I don't know. That's not it. I don't know how you're. You got a good brain for processing things when you need to. You, you got a good mind, but you operate from your heart, and that yeah. that never got beat out of it can, you. It can be dangerous doing yeah. that, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's nice. It's nice been seeing you retired because you get to kind of delve into some of the stuff that you didn't get to do in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's got to be fucking a. a tiresome too emotional ride for you because you're like wow i get to feel more <laughs> oh it's funny to to look Every back day. at parts of my career and now i'm going you know that was going on it's like wow that was clearly like some ptsd issues it doesn't mean i'm suffering some from ptsd but you go through times where you react to some of that stuff mm-hmm. um i think which we'll probably cover here in just a little bit some of that yeah yeah, so. yeah. Well, I, what I was saying with military, I feel like military is trained. Nobody can be trained to fight or flight worth shit. You just can be hopefully trained to do what you can if you, you don't you can be, fly. You can be trained to maybe more likely than not. More more likely than not, you will have this aggressive uh, attack. Reaction, yeah. Reaction versus a retreat or and That's why I said with you, yeah. like you didn't go the military route. I think military route, police officers probably are set up to succeed in the biz, in the job uh, despite not succeeding a lot of times, like you were saying, a lot of cops don't end up like you did, but they they at least have some training where it's like, here's really dangerous shit. Like, you just get it on the job. Like, that's what your first... Yeah, a lot of military guys I want I want with me on a gunfight, but I don't necessarily want them... <laughs> it's hard to say. It sounds it's like I'm so... talking shit about military dudes in my profession. I'm not at all. I just noted that some guys that were in the military too long, when they came out they had a difficult time dealing with people hmm. uh just conversating because they were so military yeah and also they had a hard time making decisions because whatever they did in the military they weren't decision makers and they've been told what to do 
It's one lives. size fits all in the military too. I think yeah. with a lot um, of psychological, and that stuff. can that's be. That's why I was saying, like, you pieced together a thing that fixed that made it so you could kind of and your own personal DNA and shit and the way you are. I feel. Well, like, I think I just fucked up so much that I could pretty much relate to anybody that I dealt with. <laughs> I'm right. like, oh, I've done that. And yeah. the military guys are like, I don't. I'm not fucking up is yeah. the point, right? <laughs> so I don't know. I'm maybe just grabbing at things that don't exist. Well, uh, you know, I mean, the, the, there's a there's a facet to what you're saying, but I mean, it's. I probably don't know a, what it is. Not though. a constant. Trying. But. I tried, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the trying that counts, kinda. Well. <laughs> anyway, that was that was more on the death thing. Even just how people respond to it initially is well, so different. And, yeah. So we've kind of come. Let's come back to the death. As far as like, it sounds like a Viking funeral. It's not the thing that you said you wanted, but it sounds like something that's like. On the top, off the top of your head, you're like, that sounds better than what we do here now. I'm are we fucking are we specific gonna, about what I want? And, and it's literally what I want. I just don't know how you can skin me. I think the best that anybody <laughs> can do. Very, I was getting at the specific. <laughs> uh, I, I would think the best thing me. is you can like, they can do like uh, reprints of your tattoos. So I maybe need to take get pictures of all my arms and everything to have like an arm, both my arms done, both my legs done, then my back and my chest, and have them. Like art on a wall, that'd be rad. So that's the best I can do. So just torch me after that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess if I really had to pick, it would be not too far off from what I said. But I've always loved the 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 burial at sea thing. You know, Mm -hmm. like put you put me in a boat with whatever you want to send me with. Just know that it's going to burn, so you aren't getting it back. (laughs) (laughs) Regardless of whether it goes wherever I go, which I doubt. Gold don't burn. It's a cool gesture, you know. So, but uh, scuba diving afterwards. Put me in a little boat, push me out in a body of water, and do the do the, the the flaming arrow thing. I think that's. And then have a fucking party. Be funny if you did that, but then you don't have any friends that are good enough with those arrows. Yeah, they just, so they just keep just missing miss it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, fucking. We don't have any more arrows. That's all you shine in, you fuck. <laughs> Drown. Do you it where it. there's a waterfall, I guess. So there's a plan B. Yes. <laughs> see, that's well, well done. I, I always, when I heard Neil deGrasse Tyson say this, I, somebody asked him that. I, it kind of stuck with me, but I still don't know what I would want. I don't know if it, it matters. I don't really care that much but at the end of the day. I'd like to be disintegrated, I guess, by a blast of fucking something to go anyway, so who cares? But, uh, That's cool. Explosions. But I liked... Neil deGrasse Tyson answered it like, I want to be buried instead of burned so that the flora and fauna that I have dined upon throughout my life may feast upon me. <laughs> something like that, paraphrase. Cool. Yeah, that's fantastic. Reduce, and reuse, then, recycle. Yeah. I'm, I'm into and it. And then many years later, like a few years later, perhaps from this very speech that he gave, inspiring millions, uh, I saw a company actually offer a, a tree kind of service or whatever where they there's a <laughs> the body goes into like basically a starter nutrient pack for the tree mm-hmm. that's kind of fucking cool yeah. it's ashes is what i believe they use yeah and then what i'd and somebody the joke was that's like i'd like to be in like a, a some sort of nut tree so you can eat my nuts <laughs> <laughs> but i like the idea of like you know bugs and shit feasting on your body and and then building into something but i don't need a monument i don't want to be remembered as soon as i die i'd like to be forgotten except for for my family who are receiving hopefully some money from me but that's that's about it <laughs> uh, but a tree i guess would be the least would be like that's just a tree that's not zach's tree build me big statue both of you Three guys are getting tall. pyramids <laughs> both of you guys are getting pyramids if I'm yeah let's one. go I'm remember me i don't i don't need a statue i just want to be remembered I respect that. For making an impact, a positive impact on the world. Well, I'm it. making a statue and I'm putting your skin on it. So. <laughs> your tattoo? I'm okay with that, though. <laughs> Be the outside. It's your statue. Huh? <laughs> All right. Have we, have we 
gone down the death path in a, in a satisfactory way to you two gentlemen. I feel great about it. I love death. Okay. I feel like this is something that we'll have to revisit yeah. again. But as far as how Americans so. process death, we kind of suck at the it. The detriment of taking a first breath is you have to take a last breath. Oh, Company. we've had some. We've had some uh, some deaths in our little community since we've since I've really been running with you guys and the whole scat cast crew too. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's, it feels like it was a, it's a valuable thing to talk about and just be yeah. like, you know, cause I know we, we talked a little bit on discord and, uh, you know, it, whether it's a dog or a friend that you've known for a long time, like fucking death makes an impact and it's, I think yeah. it's worth dragging it out and talking about it once in a while. Any way that you feel is okay. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't think there's a wrong way to grieve. Anybody who tries to tell you that you're doing it wrong can fuck off. If you are having homicidal, homicidal's bad though. If no, you are having problems, <laughs> if you're Golden having problems, I'm sorry. Go. If you're having problems, if you're having problems, be honest with yourself about it and go talk to somebody. Yeah. Start talking about it, whether it be a friend or a professional help, whatever. Talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then you can get into you know exercise activities and stuff like that to help. Which is probably the best moderate, way to change your up chemistry. to moderate depression, etc. Yeah, you definitely don't have to uh, suffer in silence. I'm I'm I'll, I'm gonna second that uh, after you, Jeff, because like I, it's easy to. I mean, even if it's way after the fact too. Like fucking, I probably just needed to talk about this shit today. So I was like, hey, let's talk about death. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all I said. But too. it was really just, I yeah. just kind of wanted to fucking get some, some shit off my chest and you guys got to fucking deal with it. And now all of you guys got to deal what with it What do you want to talk about, Shaden? Death. death. That was his answer. Death. Okay. It's that time Love of year. Yeah. Done. Uh, I got a question for you about death. Um, have either of you ever had a dream about a person that you lost that felt more like uh, reality than a dream or enough to where you felt some sort of closure or an addition to your relationship i have dreams about adam and tom all the time tom was my stepdad yeah and And they had the same birthday which is weird really yeah and does it does it give you any kind of uh start your day off good or i know it's weird (laughs) no if you want to it's the same dream every time all of a sudden uh, it's mostly about tom but all of a sudden tom just shows up like he came back from the dead like oh my god we thought you were dead like no i'm good I'm just, I'm alive again. And then it's like trying to go do things with him and hoping he doesn't die again. So, yeah. (laughs) Just a weird thing. So you have to relive that over and over. So, and Adam's is more like a pet cemetery. So those aren't good. No. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to answer. Only hundreds of times, probably. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, I... So both of your brains are kind of tormenting you a little bit, huh? Or is it? Is Not that too much? It's just, just the brain doing what the brain does. Yeah, being a cunt. A yeah, bit. I, I don't think it necessarily means anything poetic at the time. It's just a weird dream I had. Whenever, yeah. whenever I get uh, out, uh, like in the woods, away from the noise, I almost invariably have a dream about Tally. Hmm. It's something about just being away from the noise and that frequency. It's just like that that's just what comes and it's not like a i wake up and i'm like oh fuck you know like it's just like a hmm you know like it makes me feel some kind of way but it's not i don't i'm not upset when i have those dreams you know what i mean because to me it's just like oh i got another moment you know like mm-hmm. even if it wasn't a, a waking moment i got another moment and it doesn't that's, matter that's cool, though does it you know it, that's i guess part of the the question where it's like it's almost as valuable yeah 
and it doesn't I, to answer your question about closure i've never had a dream that made me be like oh okay cool like right. well, i'm good you know like i don't know that i ever will but right. uh but it's okay you know like i i'm i'm good with it and i had a i had a weird like i'm assuming it was a dream it was either that or some sort of visitation when my buddy Brent died, but like I went and played at his funeral and he was like kind of one of the, he's like taught me my first song on guitar and shit, mm. you know? And so I went, I went to Canada and played at his funeral and I got home that night and I was, I had, I was laying on my couch watching TV and just kind of like feeling mm. and my couch was in the middle of the room. And then I remember I, I, I looked up kind of into my kitchen and like Brent was just like standing right there you know wow. and i felt very awake and i probably was asleep i mean i don't know how what else would explain that but i felt very awake and it startled me uh, and he wasn't like yeah you know like <laughs> yeah boo <laughs> <laughs> but like it was just it, he was just standing there and he kind of just raised his hand like hey, see ya and then i blinked and he was gone you know wow. and i was like hmm so that was probably a dream but that that was i guess a little bit of closure for with that one you know because right. i was just like cool he was like hey thanks for playing at my funeral dude later <laughs> like, it, regardless of whatever it is it kind of felt special to you right yeah for yeah. sure mm-hmm. i brought this up just because it's uh i don't dream very often very rarely because i smoke too much pot <laughs> and i guess that reacts with me to where i don't remember my dreams uh but the other day i, I had to take a nap so i had like an hour nap and i had to dream about my mom and i hadn't I haven't had a dream in general for a long time, but I got to hug my mom and I got to give her shit like I always did. Cause I'm in my show. <laughs> I should say sorry to my mom every show. So I do, uh, cause I'm kind of a dick about it, but, uh, <laughs> but I got to kind of give her shit and I got to see her smile and I got to hug her and it felt so fucking real. Yeah. And that I woke up going, God damn brain. Thanks for that. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. That was nice. And yeah. it felt like an addition to our relationship, regardless of how real it is in the world. Sure. And, and yeah, it's like, I don't know, death is so weird like that because we want to believe that our loved ones are waiting for us somewhere. And when shit like that happens, you're like, well, fucking, is it in my head or is there a connection? <laughs> is there an ether that leads to my, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it kind of leads us with hope and leaves us with dumbfoundedness. We know. come up with all kind of weird theories too when people <laughs> die too, don't we? Like this shit yeah. that we don't tell people because they'd be like, dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. They visited me in a pancake. Yeah. I know it sounds strange, but we had a thing with pancakes. Her soul's living in my hamster. I swear my hamster's <laughs> different than it's ever been. <laughs> it's not even like born the same day. It's just like, well, I just popped into soul. Yeah. Little soul fits in the hamster. She liked to tickle, she liked to tickle my taint, so does the hamster. I <laughs> 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 I wonder what the silliest way to process death is of all the human the oh, human silliness. I, I would love to know. I'm I know. sure it's completely ludicrous. <laughs> I know. Well, we'll have to research that maybe if we ever get interested. Yeah. Well, why don't we move on down the line to something really light. We're going to do the reasonablest party, but it's a light reasonablest party. <laughs> reasonablest uh, light. Yes. We're going to talk about cell phone driving. <laughs> So where I'm all we, for it. We, okay, <laughs> Shane's reckless as fuck. But here's here do we as a government, since we have to have a goddamn fucking government for the reasonless party, uh, is it legal to cell phone drive? Well, Shane again, says yes. People need to get their shit together because let's look at what happened with the cell phone issue to begin with. So everybody started getting cell phones, talking on cell phones. So everybody's bitching because everyone's not paying attention. They're on their goddamn cell phone. Think about it. When you were driving today, how many times, honestly, did you bitch about somebody in front of you being on their fucking phone? 
probably three, four, five. I times, didn't maybe notice because I was on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, it's, it's one or the other, right? Well, I got in a car accident the other day because I was on. But no, I wasn't. So on. that became <laughs> such a complaint that they decided that laws were made of that. That, that cops don't sit around and circle jerk and you know think of laws to come for us to enforce to right. fuck with people like like that. Yes, they do. I've seen. You know, there's a process <laughs> for that shit. You know, yes. and it starts with the people bitching. Right. You know? like something must be done. Yeah. About so these something must be phones. done about people driving like shit in front of me, giving tickets for cell phones. So then police go, okay, well, I guess I got to go be a fucking dick and write people tickets for fucking cell phones because that's what people want. And then we stop people from being on their cell phones and write them a ticket. And then we're a dick. Right. Because everybody else. So either be okay with everybody driving more recklessly on cell phones or don't. Make up your fucking mind. <laughs> How dare you be the policing arm of the will of the people you can't. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys about when I got pulled over for being on my phone on the freeway and then he let me go yes. because it was funny? Uh-uh. Maybe. <laughs> so I've heard a lot was, of funny things, I too. Was, I worked for this rental car company, as the two of you know, mm. and I had to drive cars between uh, the city and the airport a lot, depending on what needed to happen with inventory. So I've done this drive zillions of times and I'm going up the hill towards the airport on the freeway and this guy in front of me had a license plate that I thought was humorous and it made me think of a snarky comment I could make but no one was in the car with me to enjoy my brilliant intellect so <laughs> naturally I took a Snapchat video and I did it that way so I could send it to all of my homies right? <laughs> so I'm following this guy on the freeway with my phone up and I made I make this little snarky comment and it was just like a quick like five second like <laughs> and then I like tossed it on the seat and I was like I'll deal with that and later focusing on the car in front of you as the target yes right and uh i made no attempt to like hide what i was doing i was just being a cheeky little fuck and i just did it and then i tossed my phone over and i looked at my rear view and the stator rolls right up on me and turns on his lights and i was like yeah fuck <laughs> i probably deserved that so i, so I pulled I over i was very obvious sorry <laughs> so i pulled over on the clock in a company vehicle and i'm like oh, fuck you know <laughs> oh yeah he, he comes up and uh he goes, he goes, how you doing? And I was like, well, you know. <laughs> I have drastically <laughs> and, decreased in good. He goes, uh, I pulled you over because you were uh, on your phone. And I was like, yes, I was. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not going to try to bullshit my way out of that. I certainly was. And he was just like, it looked like you were taking a video of the car in front of you. And I was like, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> he goes, mind if I ask you why? And I said, well, to be honest, he had a license plate that I thought was funny, so I took a little cheeky Snapchat video of it, and he goes, can I see it? <laughs> <laughs> I went, sure. <laughs> Unlocked my phone, and I held it over to him, and he's standing there straight face, and he watches it, it gets to the end, and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll cut that shit out. That's not safe. <laughs> you know, I was like, you got it, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> you got the joke, Pop. That's what saved me. I think that uh, <laughs> even since the cell phone laws came out, cell phones have become, I mean, most people have... Uh, Hands-free. Yeah, hands-free yeah. device, whatever, whether it be Technology will solve this problem. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, does it still distract you from driving? Yeah, but so does having a fucking passenger. So yep. does having kids. Don't have kids in your car. That's the biggest fucking distraction there is. <laughs> what you were trying, the point you're making is, like, it's kind of arbitrary that we pick this thing and not cheeseburgers, huh? That's like, and it could be, it, cell phones are very distracting. If you're playing fucking, you know, crossy roads or some shit, right. you probably shouldn't do that. But there's a thousand things that are legal that we do. It's fine. I don't know. Is that what you're trying? Yeah. It sounds like what you're saying. Yeah. Fuck me running. But you know what? But 
stop bitching about cell phone problems if it's okay to have cell phones. Yeah. I think it's also fair, though, if the insurance companies, if, if you get in a car accident or you cause a car accident and you were on your cell phone, if they want to punish you. Oh, there's a there's through. a actual citation for that, too. Yeah, I mean, in, in my society, if we had it, you know, very libertarian, little L society, uh, you know, I think that would be the repercussion to keep people from, because we know it's more dangerous. for, mo- for the, Some people can. Shaden is saying, I can do it. Jeff, I know until, you, until that, the day that you yeah, can. Yeah, that that comment will probably bite me in the ass one day. But it could be any other thing, like you said, that yeah. distracts me. That also bites me in the ass. Yeah, that never thing, has yeah. before, you know. But but by several people's own admission, some people can can do it, and some people you be able to just pull your can't. kids in a some trailer people behind can't your fucking car. walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, mm, yeah, just know your limits. <laughs> yeah, and the answer is, but again, by the reasonable. When the reasonableist party hits the scene in any kind of way, there will probably be the, the technology will be you just integrate your phone into your car anyway, and that's people, already people what's won't happening. Even be driving these cars will be self-driving by then anyway. Exactly, <laughs> but I mean your car already integrates into your phone, blah blah blah. But I mean even more so, right. so where it won't ever be an issue, kind of thing. And it probably really isn't now. I wouldn't right. imagine think, it's as much an do issue. Do you think that humanity is going to? Because uh, naturally we can't really multitask like we can cycle right. rapidly between tasks and juggle them which some people are better at than others yeah but we can't actually truly multitask but do you think uh if we continue on our path the way we the, the relationship we have with technology Cyborgs. do you think do you think we'll evolve to the point where our division of focus is like so like we can we can basically multitask because we're just like lightning switching between shit we have Constantly. it in us. What, what, no, I think that guy? people do it now, obviously, are trained to do that. I think it's trainable, for sure. Well, I don't know. Like, the, the Rain Man with Dustin Hoffman is based on a, on a guy that uh, his brain was able to read one page on with one eye and the, another page with the other eye and process it and memorize it. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's capable inside a human brain. And so, with a little help from cyborg, right? But but with the the help of some cyborg shit, you know, maybe they can get those synthetic neurons a firing, or just enough enough generations worth of exposure to that sort of like processing, like Mm -hmm. those sorts of synapse. Or it's just going to create more medication. If they tried people for their fucked up brains, imagine if they spent like if they took a bunch of first graders. Not to rain on your fucking parade. <laughs> Big but. thumbs up for the cynicism. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I think I must have missed that. <laughs> I missed it. Just throwing it out there. I was busy thinking about a test group of first graders that we'd make them read with one eye and then the other eye <laughs> to see what tested happens. tested on children. That's the next logical <laughs> was, step. Well, I'm dead. The ones learn how to read, learn with both eyes on both pages. See how that works. Rain Man. All right. Well, cell phone driving, is it legal in the reasonable I don't think sporting? there should be a law one way or the other about yeah, it. Yeah, same. Police, I think. police yourself in that but regard I do think and own the consequences. Yes, the consequences. Maybe your insurance company raising your rates if you decide. Yeah, or to you do kill something. a family of five. Right, you know, which which you can weigh if, which one's worse. <laughs> All right, let's move on to advice that we give ourselves, and this one is. Let's see. I think this is a Shaden one, or no, this is a Jeff one. No adversity that you didn't earn. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, this yeah. Is, this yeah is Jeff deserves the bad things that happen to him. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Basically, there's more to this that's quote. That's kind of where I was going. With that. There's no adversity that I've ever faced in my life that I didn't either earn, have coming to me, or that I needed to learn the lesson behind. Hmm. It, hmm. You know, if you think about life in general, I mean, we make decisions all day long, and a lot of times those decisions are made with good intent, but there's a bad outcome. I mean, bad outcome might not ultimately be your fault, but 
throughout the succession of whatever happened, you have some responsibility in there. Find out what your responsibility was. Did you did you fulfill your responsibility, or were you did you maybe not do enough? Could you have done something different? Learn something from it. Right. Figure yeah. out what your part was. Even if you feel it, it, hell, even a relationship. If you feel so wronged in a relationship, say you were cheated on. Well, think about your relationship. Go over it. Even though the action wasn't your fault, did you do some things in the relationship that maybe would lead it to be that way? I mean, it could happen, right? Did you, was your significant other cheating on his previous significant other with you when the relationship started? Yeah, that, and that then could, you were shocked when he turned around. I mean, I mean that, that could be a, that could be a <laughs> wing. And I've could, seen it a lot. It could be, yeah, a, yeah. It could be a personality issue but it also could be a shitty relationship issue too you know i mean that's just one yeah. one example it's always easy to give examples of relationships for that but you know if you lost a job or you failed at something that you tried to start you know look at what you did you know and and, and you decide whether you're going to try again or not but learn from it but always find in anything that happens in your life and st- people are so quick to look at the fault of somebody else uh, that can take the blame for this or some other circumstance. Oh, yeah. No, specifically look for something that you could have done different. Don't beat yourself up over it. Right. Just acknowledge it. That's the fine line. And try okay. it again or, or decide whatever you're going to do from there. But yeah. take some amount of ownership in anything that happens to you. Yeah, there's a lot of value to, to owning your shit even if you feel like you didn't deserve it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, just, it's like, hey, is this... Is this disproportionate to whatever crime I may or may not have committed? Yes. Is it mine to deal with anyway? Also, yeah. yes. So instead of crying around about it, I'm just going to maybe bitch for a second. <laughs> and then I'm going to fucking and maybe even try bitch and learn a lot. something from it. Maybe and, even bitch and, a lot and for a while. Something about but, it, but understand you know? at the end of the day, you know, fix what you can fix. Deal with what you got to deal with. And it's ultimately at some, at some point it's going to pass and you can move on from it. It's still your shit. And there's almost always something you can learn from it. So yeah, I agree with all that's that not always sentiment. easy, but I think that with any problem in your life, you have to get there over time. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Agreed. Solid advice. Well, it's kind of like, you know, every failure is a new lesson. The same thing. All these roadblocks in life are, it's how you look at it. It's, it's just a, our a, life. Failure is just a measurement of where you're at. Yeah, get I, further next time. Our mental health is based around how we filter all the information that comes at us, no matter what it is. You know, and there's some things that push us, but our our job is to filter things properly in a way for us to stay functional. Maybe not calm, but functional. Zach filters things through bong water. I do. Do I sound like a everything? I sound like a bong water right there when I was talking. <laughs> I sound like the embodiment of bong water currently, like a talking He's a walking bong water. sack of bong water. <laughs> Lots. That's probably true. You're right, though. I agree. Before I, everything you said before, I was a cunt. I agree. With that. <laughs> All right. I want to move on to the fuck this, yes, this thing. Uh, this is Shaden this time, and this comes from the government and the Department of License. Oh, oh no, no, this, this is, is no, me. this is Jeff. This is Jeff yeah. and fuck the government. That's right. Hey, uh, I mean, how, I agree. Fuck the government. How this? <laughs> but this is how the state talks to us. Yeah, Jeff, you and yeah. So I was going through the Washington State Department of Licensing uh-huh. driver's book because <laughs> that's fun reading. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's a nice bit of propaganda there. <laughs> There were just some funny things that I saw in there. Um, I have to find. Well, the theme of this is that 
and the reason why I'm for this conversation real quick is just that it seems like the government and just really anybody that ever propaganda guy propagandizes anyone they do it very condescendingly like there's no way to do it in a respectful well, way it's also very clear that like they paid somebody to overthink something that <laughs> never needed to be overthought well, I, don't think, I don't think that anybody reads this <laughs> shit it. when they're taking their test anyway like right, they specifically it. have law enforcement stops police vehicles attempting to stop drivers will do so by turning on flashing lights and and or siren can vouch no shit <laughs> false drive as close as you safely can to the right side of the road stop and turn off the engine again people don't read this shit because people do dumb stuff they just stop right in the middle of the goddamn road on you <laughs> nice just yeah there's panic uh, do not stop in the intersection or pull into the center median of the highway they do it all the time limit your movements of those uh, and those of any passengers. Well, people are usually diving around their car, either either hiding their dope in their guns or getting out there. Uh, getting out the movements of your passengers. <laughs> <laughs> keep your hands on the steering wheel. Passengers should keep their hands in plain view. Show your driver's license and or vehicle registration only when requested. Stay in your vehicle. Do not get out unless requested. If it's dark, turn your vehicle's interior dome light on after stopping and before the officer approaches the vehicle. Yeah, nobody does that. Uh, do not argue with the officer at the scene. Most people do that. Traffic violations and traffic crimes charged against you are decided in court. So I just thought it was funny that they had to have a whole discussion on how to act when the police are there. Um which was this one it does seem like oh, so and this one is like there are no dumb questions if it's like dealing with the state bro it says how to basically how do you exit your vehicle once you parked once you parallel parked next to a curb <laughs> check traffic before you open the door nah. get out of the <laughs> get out of the vehicle on the curbside if you can when opening oh. the vehicle door oh. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah it, oh, crawl over crawl them yes. over. Yes. center yes. console I'm, no shit <laughs> Drivers and passengers should do the following. Check your rear view mirror. Check your side view mirror. Open the door with your far right hand, the hand furthest from the door. This is called, it's got a fucking technique. It's called the Dutch reach. Dutch reach. <laughs> I, yeah, dude, awesome. I thought uh, I the Dutch reach was something I learned on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did not realize that it also was used for this. Degree it's of a similar method, too, of reaching so, across. Please reference my earlier statement about paying somebody to overthink something that <laughs> never needed to be overthought to this degree. Anyway, this is called the Dutch reach method, which, <laughs> which was originated in the Netherlands. Well, good. <laughs> But, they ha but they're driving on the other side of the road, aren't they? Come on. Austin, why is it the Dutch It forces your why body. Isn't it the nether reach. <laughs> they're Dutch. <laughs> it reached the Netherlands. Too, that's too hot. <laughs> it too forces your body to turn, which will better allow you to see approaching bicyclists. It also prevents the vehicle door from being opened too fast. This not only protects bicyclists, but it can also prevent your door from being damaged or torn off by approaching motor vehicle. Shut the door as soon as you get out of the get out of the vehicle. My goodness, government, you thought of everything. Oh, they did. Uh, <laughs> Here they come to uh, save the day. The, another reach is the. Oh, uh, this one was more gold. just about. That's probably one of my favorite things on the podcast. <laughs> and then there's this whole thing about. Uh, 
seat belts and car shirt, seats. Yep. Just a fucking nether reach. <laughs> With your far nether right hand. method. Not your southpaw. There's a whole nother thing about car seats. But basically, it's like, you need all these car seats and safety measures for your kids. Unless the vehicle was was uh, made before 1972. Then it doesn't fucking matter. You can Fuck just yeah. throw them in there. Let them nice. bounce around. Because those cars were much safer then. Yeah. So well, I feel was. about my Jeep when I'm driving that thing, my, my old 92 Cherokee. It's got no airbags to speak of whatsoever. And I've had people get in there and go, bro, like, don't you feel uns? Like, what if you got in a crash? I was like, it's going to be a bad day for somebody else, dude. This puppy <laughs> is a lot of steel. steel. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you have to learn about... Big blocky engine. <laughs> Apparently you have to learn about bicycles in your driving test as well. Fuck yeah. Bicyclists cannot carry packages unless the rider can keep at least one hand on the handlebars at all times. I can run However, <laughs> you have to keep both your hands ready on, on the wheel ready to break. <laughs> so I'm not sure how you do there that. There goes that to box. Stop in time. That box is <laughs> fucked. The state says fuck boxes. Save yourself. What if you have then, a single There's, train there's bike specific rules breaks. for dogs when you're biking. The spinning wheels <laughs> and your feet may attract dogs. If the dog starts to chase you, <laughs> if the dog starts to chase you, ignore it or using a firm, loud voice, yell no, very specifically, no. no. In English. If the dog no, no, does no, no, not no, no, stop, no. get off your bike and put it between you and the dog. Jeff, no. you said it wrong. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Followed by they warned me this I found would happen. Rather, My spinning wheels attracted every dog in the neighborhood. I found it rather entertaining how childish uh, my the spinning wheels brings all the dogs to my car. <laughs> God damn it. No. Thank you for that. Yeah. I love being talked to like I'm a dumb child. Right. <laughs> Especially well, the, by people that are obviously more qualified uh, to tell me how to live my life than myself. The Washington state department of licensing is uh one of the better organized scam that i have seen as an adult like they're dude so fucking asinine when we did the car rental stuff we did all the majority of our licensing in idaho because they're pretty reasonable about it and it was cheaper and we had a location there so we do that but in washington so this jeep that i have that I just love to talk about, right? The steel machine. So this Jeep was left to me by my grandfather on my mom's side when he passed away. It was the only thing that my grandmother didn't take from everybody's inheritance because <laughs> he had dementia when he died, so she was sole power of attorney. She's like, no, nobody gets what he wanted them to get. But oh. for some reason, the Jeep made it to me. Nice. And uh, so, but when I inherited it, I had to pay uh, inheritance tax on it when mm-hmm. I got it. So I paid tax on it when I got it, even though he paid tax on it when he bought it. Mm-hmm. Right. So then I paid inheritance tax on it. The then, government thinks you're very stupid. Then for a while, I gifted it to my mother. And my mother had it because it was her dad's car and she needed a car. And I had another car. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'll gift this to you. But tax I want again. It, but you're not allowed to sell it. I want it back if you're ever done with it, you know? So you can gift it tax-free. That's the whole purpose of giving once, it as a right, gift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But only once. Mm-hmm. So when she gifted it back to me years that later. After it got stolen? After it got stolen. And I took that report, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. It got stolen while she had it, and I paid to get it out of the fucking impound lot. And then, taking possession of it again, I paid tax on it 
fucking again. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is a pretty fucking slick operation you guys are running. <laughs> plus the tabs, plus the fucking yeah. license plates, or the you know, all the shit, your driver's license. Yep. It's a pretty good racket. Yep. If we were the reasonablest party, I think I'd just let people drive. They have to... There, there should be some tests, but... Has the test helped? Has the test, test of proficiency? Well, you know, I mean, as far as a lot of people like, die every, as far as people year. like learning Gosh. initially, like the basics of driving. Yeah, sure. I mean, driver's ed. Okay, fine. Like, take driver's ed, get your license, and then. But, yeah, yeah, I still agree. You, yeah, it's a machine. You need to learn how to. Yeah, yeah. But, get, the, get, but the tests get, obviously aren't very certified. rigorous. But but being certified. But here's what I'm saying. Like. How much are we really getting from that? Like when I went to California, well, it's because you won't get off your fucking cell phone and keep running. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to, <laughs> that's enough of your personal attacks. How dare you? Uh, when I went to California, I did forget you just got into an accident. <laughs> I did. God damn it! And it was not cell phone. It was related. not cell phone related. related. It was Chinese food related. <laughs> it was. It was. It was delicious. No, but it was. It was partly this. this did you eat it city. off the dashboard? I should have. Like I would. I would. I, I would have fucking some. taken like a chow mein noodle and been like, "Well, fuck me." I did. <laughs> I did eat some, I had a bite of rice. I was like, this is why I'm here. Yeah. It's on the floor. Like, Ooh, this Mongolian yeah. floor noodles. Mm. A lot of it survived, thankfully. <laughs> I forgot what I was fucking talking about now. I have no idea. You're All talking right. about the driving test and how you think it's useless. Well, it is kind of... Uh, when I went to California and, but, but, and took the test, I didn't study for the California test. They're just like, to be a Californian, you need to have to... You have to, you have to prove to us you can drive. And what I didn't know is that inconsiderately, <laughs> exactly, yeah, really, really over the speed limit by twenty miles an hour at the minimum. Uh, just do not allow one stop. Do sign. not allow one vehicle space in between you and the other car yeah. at all you times. That right. stop sign incorrectly. You're supposed to like kind of slow down and roll through it. Yeah. You stopped completely. You fucking fuck. idiot. You could cause an accident from fucking Washington. Don't you know the flow? Someone's gonna run into the back of you. <laughs> it's pretty bad. But but the test was, you know, I, for a second I was like, oh fuck, I gotta take the test right now. Like yes, you do, and then I took the test and I was like, oh, that's why. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, does the car go on? Yes. Can it be turned off? Also, yes. Winner. Here's your keys. Fucking get out there and have some fun. The flashing, so, the flashing red and blue lights are on a police car. True or false? <laughs> Ooh, no comment. Pretty sure that's well, fine, fire department. <laughs> could be. I don't know. Ambulance. But basically, the final answer. <laughs> it could be one or the other. Uh, it had to be, I don't know, fucking, if it's actually valuable. You're just really, like, really it, smart, no, 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 and it was easy for you. No, no, but it's not, it's not because I'm smart. Like, a gun test would be relatively difficult, wouldn't it? To take a, I mean, if you're getting a, a weapon and you have to You would have, have to, to do study a for it, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to study, and you have to show your proficiency. You practice, yes. With the car thing, they're like, turn the car on. Now, parallel park. Okay. In so I had you really came from another state and you had a driver license already. So I know I had a really okay, different experience than you because they do not make it easy to get a license in British Columbia. Like, ah. I, I well, was, Canada seems to have a different a kind of rigorous deal, and I don't know. Like their system's not bad. I think it was pretty good. Like it'd be I, a pretty I, good driver to drive around those big old provinces. The test wasn't easy. I had to study for the fucking written test, and I had to practice a lot for the fucking do my driving test. And then even after that, I was still on probation for a year. I was only allowed to have one passenger, and fucking mm. you know, like it was you call it your novice license, and you have to have like no tickets or anything for the entire year, and you're never allowed more than one passenger. 
and yeah. and then if you make it through that then they're like okay you can have your license you earned it so it's like a three-year fucking process i wonder if that's we have valuable. some intermediate driver license stuff but honestly i don't even know what the laws are on it i don't i didn't care yeah <laughs> just like i'm sick of this conversation let's talk about some punching a bear in his dick <laughs> <laughs> so i think i think uh yeah we should have a fairly rigorous fucking process that you have to go through to get a license for a car more so now dangerous machine more so than now or the same as now yeah i mean i didn't do it here so you make it sound like it was bullshit so yeah not washington (laughs) washington was i I, we had to do to get my my license initially uh, they didn't have drivers ed where you could go to the private schools like they have now where you can we have to pay for it you could do it i think i think now they don't now i don't think that the states do you have to go private yeah now. that's exactly it it was the opposite so we had hey to man, let the states basketball do what teachers. they want fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, up yeah. to them yeah for like, sure. i went to texas and i had my like my i still had my novice license when i moved to texas from british columbia and i i like explained to them what that was and they were like Oh shoot! Here's your license. Yeah. Yeah. You've ed. done enough. Don't you worry. We got I kids driving tractors at nine. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get my driver's license initially in Washington. I got it in Oregon. In Washington, is driver's ed required? Yes. Okay. In Oregon, it was not. It may be now, but it was it, not. I had driver's ed, but it was not required. I don't know if it's required. It's required at a certain age. I think to get your, you know, your initial at 16. I think you have to have okay. gone through it. But if you're 25 or 30, I don't think so. Uh, I think you just have to pass the test, but I'm not sure. It's a good question. I don't know. I want people to be able to drive. I don't think it's very hard to prove that you can drive. After a couple times out in the road, it's like you should you should need more practice, or you know maybe. Blah, I blah, think blah. pit but maneuvering should be part this, of the basic <laughs> driving course. <laughs> I I was doing that to a guy in my little accident almost. How did we no, turn this into a a reasonable, a reasonable thing, thing because we're being we're being conditioned. We are. It's important though. It just all comes ourselves. back to the reasonableness party. These are the the founding tapes of the Reasonableist Party. That's why. What the fuck started this anyway? What uh, were we how the state about? talks to us. Oh, I just oh, was yeah. laughing at the yeah. shit in the in the Washington State Department of Licensing guidebook for taking the written test. It's like, ah, oh, they talk to you like you're a fucking mm-hmm. child. But they, yeah. but not one part of government. But but, but then I also better. recognize that nobody reads the shit anyway because they don't follow any of the instructions that were given. <laughs> True. So, that was a long time let, ago, man. <laughs> let's see. Let's do a little thought experiment. Let's see if we can find the agency that in the government that treats people with the most respect let's see if we can go through police. some police yeah. that's what you're gonna say okay absolutely all right police is, is the top one how about uh tsa okay that's probably low uh i found out today post office is mainly uh privatized it sounds like i'm not sure about that i know they get a lot of funded so, a lot yeah, of funding we looked it in we looked into that a little bit and uh what we found at a glance was that uh the usps website does state that they are almost completely funded by postal services and right. products however they are subsidized however they are heavily subsidized by the government right. like to the tune of eight point something billion dollars uh, during the whole covid uh, and thing. that is not private yeah so it's like uh, i wish i was is subsidized it, is it privately a, yeah. funded or is it not <laughs> it is not the, it's the waters are a little muddy there i'd say it skews the market towards government uh price fixing yeah you think just a touch (laughs) just a touch anyway uh so yeah how the state talks to us is there any places that besides police that you're right because that's the first line the government talking to the people and it's people you know that and you guys despite your reputations you you guys know your shit and you guys know how to talk to people generally uh so you especially were good at that yeah so maybe i'm a little people didn't necessarily want to take my advice on how they could fix their own problem yeah. And urging them very greatly that the, you really don't want the government involved in your life in this. You could probably fix this yourself by just removing yourself. Yeah. That, that would help a lot. 
And eh, you know, what do I know? What's the most condescending agency? Do you think? IRS? The DMV. DMV. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> what about, yeah, yeah. Child Protective Services. Oh, yeah, DOL maybe even over DMV. Uh, DOLs are all like private franchises now, though. Are they? Yeah. So are a lot of the DMVs. Yeah. Well, that's probably a step forward, but we just get rid of all that Actually, shit. Actually, a friend of mine owns the one on the South Hill. I love going there because I'm treated with some respect. That's how I feel about the one on Sullivan. The one on Sullivan over by Perkins is pretty decent. Hmm. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And I have a friend that there's works there. a fucking tap house right next door. So if you're waiting, you, you go get wait, yeah. before you take your test. <laughs> <laughs> drive and test, drive and test. <laughs> hey, I just bought this car from this this guy over here, and I'm going to take it home now. But I need you guys to sign it over to me. <laughs> Will you test drive it for me? Thank you. <laughs> it's not my fault. You guys made me wait for two hours. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? <laughs> you set me up. <laughs> So I wonder if the IRS is the one that uh, talks down to us the most, actually, when I think about it. Because they're like, we're going to ruin your life if you don't just do exactly what you're told. Right. I don't know. That might be the worst. But there's four or five agencies. That... Dude, I think we could completely do away with the IRS. Same. But uh, I wouldn't say that too loudly. Certainly don't, Keep hire, that to yourself. certainly don't hire thousands of new fucking agents for enforcement. That would be also cool. Yeah, but they, they need that money, bro. They're writing a lot of checks that shouldn't be written <laughs> they can't cash <laughs> definitely not alright let's before we jump into that whole topic mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, why don't we go into something fun and this is something that I've been looking forward to since the moment Shaden brought it up it's something <laughs> since Jeff and I we don't learn Shaden learned something and we're going to learn from him to this week uh, okay. the glitter conspiracy yeah alright throw down that's okay. our last bit for today alright okay So and actually there's a letter we're going to read too do you want to do you want to do the letter first or no. I didn't know if you want to do that or not. I 100% want to yeah, read this, yeah. 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 Because I feel like the glitter thing is going to be a show ender. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. We're going to do the letter first. And just keep in mind that there's glitter coming. Uh, this one's to Jeff. And this comes from uh, oh, Fat Cat. All right. I'm not sure if he wants his name in there or not. So I'm just going to say uh, this is for Jeff. It says, question for Jeff. I know he's a good cop in quotes. Fuck. Okay, so... There's a lot of rhetoric on the far left about, quote, the good cops need to turn in the bad cops, otherwise they're a bad cop too, end quote. I grew up in rural areas and moved to the city, blah, blah, blah. I've seen a lot of different styles of policing. Did Jeff ever find himself in a situation where he knew he was working with a shithead, and how did he handle it? What's his take? I know there's a huge difference between city police and rural, and then, sorry for the grammar, fuck's sake. <laughs> but thank you, uh, Mr. Fat Cat. It's a loaded question, quite honestly. Um, did I know cops that well, unload that shit and yeah. then safely discard it? So the reality is, you know, there was like everybody's talking about the the bad apple theory, and I guess we're fucking tired of hearing that. Oh shit, he's a fat cat. Be nice to him. He spends a lot of money with it. No, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? no, that's not what I'm kidding. Not, I'm These are down. jokes, Jeff. I'm throwing jokes at you, buddy. Okay. Curveball. Little I, I want to make sure I'm coming out clear. I'm not attacking him by I any know. means. Okay, just in general. The reality is. Um, most people that would be the bad cops mm-hmm. they don't make it past the training program there's so much shit that you have to do to get into law enforcement i mean the seven stages of even getting hired which is okay jeff i don't believe you i am skeptical of that tell me how that happens the seven stages okay well yeah because people are like no that can't be right you have your you have to pass your written test you have to pass your physical test you have to tap pass your your oral board first that's and the first I'm a cunt test, right? Those are the first three tests that you have to get through. But two of those don't make it so you're 
you can know if somebody's a jerk if you right. can do a bunch of push-ups right. i'm like, not done i'm, I'm I, only, I know i'm, I'm just the third month i'm 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 just going along kind of like wild kingdom just <laughs> hanging out narrating so, as we go okay. all right uh and then there's the whole extensive background check which is done through other employers and neighbors they will fly to other states to go talk to your neighbors so there's two and, and out of the four employers and people that know you um so there's the background check and yeah. then there's the polygraph three out of five now or for yeah. if you're a cunt and then there's the uh of course the medical physical which doesn't really determine that right. but then there's the uh psychological testing so they they ask you which some, is like, about six hours do they ask awesome. you like some fucking deep cut questions when they polygraph you or is it pretty tame <sighs> it's been a long time since i've been polygraphed um would they ask you, "Have you ever killed anyone?" No, you want to kill anyone? No, 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 no. It's not like that. It's Do they're all they're all either designed for the answer to be yes or all, the answer to be no. To see if you, um, you're capable. But they're of basically to see if you're honest, you know, and check your, your your integrity through your whole history of your life. You know, Yikes. have you lied to us about anything? But even at that, even if you can make it through all that, then you actually have to be smart and make it through all the the academy and then you have to make it through the training car and then you're on probation for a year where you can be fired for fucking anything and all your peers are judging and you. yeah and this shit people don't make it very far uh, in the in the career if they're going to be a shithead now having said all that being in this career you are expected to live as an angel amongst a world of fucking monsters yes right over time, that does impact you, and if you don't have the appropriate uh, releases for it, your stresses throughout the job, some of that can come in ultimately as negative behavior. You start acting like the people that you're dealing with. Right. A lot um, of people, when they're around corruption, may be right. tempted to be. Corrupted. You know, as you, <laughs> hey, you know, everybody knows that you know cop work and alcoholism go hand in hand cop work and divorces go hand in hand cop work and suicides go hand in hand cop work and short lives go hand in hand cop work and injuries go hand in hand which lead to drug abuses you know just like any other normal person but our job is go deal with everybody else's problems when you start living in that culture you if you're not dealing with your stresses appropriately you can actually act out in criminal ways for sure. I yeah. mean, this is part of not being able to get help as a police officer that can create some of these issues. I'm not giving excuses. This is just shit that right. can happen. Well, and jade, and people get jaded, right. right? I mean, if you if you're dealing with the same criminals over and over and over, the right. same exact people getting mm -hmm. out and getting out and fucking doing the same bullshit to people. Right. I mean, that's got to get frustrating. Where you're so, like, fuck it, I'm punching them harder right. this time. Not, so there are not exclusive some... to that field of work either. I mean, no. like, uh, people that work at hospitals, they they lose empathy for similar reasons you know because it's just like oh here's the same fucking drug addict through here overdosing again and again and again and we keep sending him to rehab and like you're like i heard these questions and when i was in the er just last week you know they, just, they heard this nurse talking to this guy she's like well do you actually want to quit because if you don't actually want to quit we're not going to send you to rehab like you have to actually have the intention to yeah. like it was very clear this was not the first rodeo you know right. it's like can't imagine that the level of empathy is still what it was when you were bright-eyed and bushy-tailed straight out of nursing school or you totally know, so like, most of totally. most of in the public eye of the shit that we've been seeing most of the bad apple cops that have been pegged bad apples is up for debate quite frankly they are they are crucified by the public's view of something based on how it's been twisted throughout the media 
and yeah, some of these have even gone to trial and, and you know, the George Floyd case is one. It is debatable. People will argue with me all day long. The decision was made. That's how he has to spend his life. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't necessarily mean that he was this terrible bad officer before this incident. Right. Um, you know, there. It was convenient to make it that that way. Uh, and he may be. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention. Yeah. There's a, there's a whole lot in the case. There's a whole lot that are arguable and debatable. But both sides presented their cases, and a jury made a decision. I whenever whenever the public decides something, I'm always skeptical of it because they barely they, right. they rarely know the details and so, care to follow up. But th that's just one case. There's a lot of cases. A lot of these. A lot of these bad apple cops. Really, they were just doing their job. But because of how it's portrayed, it, it's looked at as as negatively. But really, they did the right thing at the right time. At the end of the day, if a trial deems that it was outside the lines of the job, okay, then that's what it was, right. fair or not. You know, that is the, unfortunately the risk of that that is run in that in that career. Uh, and, and sometimes there are really shitty dudes, the dudes that end up doing shitty things. Okay, but they well, didn't... to answer to, to follow up with his question a little bit, like, did you ever have a, a fellow officer where you were like, wow, how did you get through the process? Um, I had one officer that I could see he was having some mental issues um, that I addressed with him and uh, was able to get him down another road he ended up going off the road but still in the job okay so in fact i he took a position that i would have had otherwise oh wow to get him off the road to so he could continue his career and be safe i see but he was he was going to be that bad apple but he was he, he was just going down a road where he was going to be dangerous and maybe make a, a decision that was unsafe yeah. but what you're saying is that uh but with, and it was clearly ptsd years, issues for yeah sure. with multiple years on the job and it starting to wear at you you know that bad apple thing is just a moment in somebody's career right a whole lifetime of really great apple you know and then right. one day he wakes up and he's like well I there's just a, a colliding of a lot of things going on in their mm -hmm. lives where where a decision was made where in another mind frame he might not have made that same decision i mean but right. these you know unfortunately in the job you have to make these split second decisions that may affect your life and other people's yeah and uh it, that doesn't make you a terrible person or a bad apple it's it's, it's one incident so society's so, wrong to think of it like that just like yeah. with any other profession exactly it's, it's really not bad apples we're not bad uh, yeah, but can but can psychopaths can it don't, exist yes but don't but it's, part, it's it tough to be a psychopath and become a police officer it's tough to get past those things and be good enough at tricking people yeah. For, on a long enough timeline. Yeah. 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 Usually you're out very, very soon. Yeah. So it's made because mistakes. You understand, everything that you do as a police officer is scrutinized. Every call by the people that call by, you know, dispatch, you know, what the call is to go into the call and the people that you contact to the report that you wrote to the sergeant that, that approved it to the attorneys that it goes to, to the, you know, any complaints that are on it. I mean, everything that you do is looked at so hard and people don't understand that. I mean, it, it goes to every report that I wrote went to at least four or five people, even if it was nothing. Right. Right. People don't understand that. No. So, but I'm glad that they get to hear that here. That's valuable. So I wonder. I hope that's a, that's a pretty good answer to that question. I would say. So you have dealt with somebody and you sent them on a road that made it safer for uh, for everybody involved. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and without ruining his life and right. stuff too. Yeah. And, and before anything criminal happened or or a, a decision that he made that that would have 
seemed clear at the time, but really it was probably the wrong decision to happen mm-hmm. from where his mind was at. And it was, and it was from uh, him being in too many shootings, <laughs> right. quite frankly. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yikes. Well, we've already talked about the thin blue line here and how, depending on what part of the world you're in and what precinct you're in and all that, it's mainly bullshit. It's, yeah, you, it's, it's very cutthroat, actually. It's the, quite the opposite. Yeah. What, what the thin blue line has turned into meaning in America now is citizens supporting police or family members supporting police and not uh, police officers supporting police. Because that's what the thin blue line is supposed to be, right? It's is, supposed is to be the secret, this hidden secret community that... You know, we all have a grand poobah for, and we live behind, and you know, we cover everything. That shit was gone with cell phones, man. That's the reality. Yeah, cell phones came out. That if any of that was going on, it was gone when cell phones came out. So there you go. It's on camera. Right. Um, and uh, I mean, I know that's when I stopped going to any cop parties. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I know how we party, and no. I know that if uh, any higher ups, I mean, we could be judged for what we did off duty too. So if, if any higher-ups that didn't fit within their own personal morals, they could find a uh, some sort of policy violation that I could lose my career for. I'm not showing up. Right. And, are, and it happened. It we happened. Are, we are asking police officers to be kind of mythical-type men and women, it does seem, instead of, like, recognizing it. But, I mean, it is a high position in our society, although it's not treated as such anymore. I mean, you, you trade your rights away a little bit as a police officer. You don't get your certain amendments to be able to work for the state and have a good pension and also facilitate the taking away of other people's complete rights almost. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Weird, weird ass world we live in. Mm -hmm. You know what though? I mean, there's a lot of things that wasn't good about him. There's a lot of things that it it was definitely, I'm glad again that I did what I did because I got to see life through a lens that has been amazing. It's been very, very raw and very real. And it, it hasn't been pretty for the most of it. Some of it has been, but it's been probably the most real view of life I think that anybody could get is the, the through the windshield of a police car. Yeah, man. Hmm. You wouldn't you wouldn't change it, huh? Fuck no, man. It's a circus and it's incredible. Right on. You know. And now I still get a, I still get to look at the world the same, but I don't have to specifically. I don't have to personally address the issue, but I should. I still can pick out the same shit everywhere I go. I mean, there's. I can't beat that out of me mm-hmm. well fuck well let's uh let's leave it there just a ride pod at gmail.com fucking thank you for sharing that yeah thank yeah. you for joining us for this nice long ride mm-hmm. you got well, no I oh wait oh, oh yeah we got learning <laughs> oh yes the glitter conspiracy fuck yeah. me oh yeah yeah, yeah. you thought settle we were, down there you thought we were gonna get away <laughs> without the glitter conspiracy not <laughs> today right. my friends edit cunts edit no i say <laughs> i say not edit. i say keep it real <laughs> <laughs> fine keep it real fine yes i want to hear the glitter conspiracy okay so i'm gonna try to do this from memory um but i just learned about this this week and uh, i haven't i haven't gone to fact check any of this so if i'm if i'm talking bullshit and you guys find out let me know i'd love to know but <laughs> I, I don't know that it's super consequential i don't know that it's really worthy of a ton of research but it's it was kind of fucking interesting <laughs> and it's a thing that people are wound up about right now but so apparently there are only two companies in the US that manufacture glitter there's only two and uh, I think they're both uh, based in New York. And one of them it does, doesn't disclose their name. They're just some company, but we don't know what they're called. 
and the other one is called Glitter X. Okay, and uh, Glitter X had um, Elon Musk an interview with somebody. <laughs> Maybe SpaceX Glitter Fits X. Fits the right? fucking motif. Yep. But um, <laughs> this, uh, there was an interview done with one of the. Uh, Directors, executives, I guess, of Glitter X. The and glitter there's, a, there's apparently a glitter shortage right now. Like, oh. like there's there's more demand than supply for it's glitter. It's a fucking problem. Which that is. But why? It's Where good. is all of it going? All right, because glitter glitter is small pieces of plastic that are. Uh, uh, well, I don't remember what the term is, but they're coated in aluminum. Right, that's what glitter is. It's tiny little pieces of kind of tiny little pieces of plastic that are coated in aluminum, and like outside of fucking, I don't know, strippers, kids' crafts, makeup, uh, you know, paint for jet skis, helmets in the NFL. I'd say glitter's used in a lot of shit, dude. He's listening to them all, actually. Yeah, you're doing pretty good. What else? Getting pretty big. What else? Well, all the well, things. I don't know. Keep going with your list. You were that was, all, that, <laughs> was, that was literally all I can think of. Shower shit. No, that's my uh, sex uh, toys. Cell phone um, cases. Other kids' toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, grips for bicycles. Anything kind of any type of gel. Kids' toys got fucking lots glitter of toys, in it. Yeah. But that's okay. So, but why is there a shortage? Because it is plastic. There's shit. a shortage like of everything. It's easy to make. Well, when you close the world down, <laughs> shit's gonna stop getting made. I guess, why glitter? Why, why is glitter? glitter? Like where there was only the two companies stops making here. it. Because like, we have been spending years why. trying to please your generation by throwing glitter over your goddamn. <laughs> that's head. that's you. mainly your thing. <laughs> it's just you. You're the reason the glitter. You, you guys wanted I, glitter and sparkle, I, so we got y'all. That you used it all up. I have. A, I think I have. It's a, no good anymore. I think I have a hypothesis. Okay. It says the world needs there's, it. There's two companies, <laughs> and it's showing us right out of the gates how a non-competitive industry since this is its own industry mm-hmm. uh has its <laughs> it puts a lot of pressure on the the structure and the organizational skills of two companies and those companies probably rely on each other in some ways probably many many ways since they're direct competitors with each other unless they own each other and that's why they haven't disclosed <laughs> that thing <laughs> maybe so if one of them fails they probably both fail when it comes to distribution and maybe some supply chain shit uh, that's not necessarily true, but it shows the weakness of having two instead of four or five or ten. So, uh, but I'm not sure. I, that's just a hypothesis that that the two companies aren't enough to distribute the world's anything. So here's where the plot thickens, okay? Because despite all the things that we listed off, I just don't see there being so many of those things being purchased up right now that they're they, they're like hey we we don't have enough glitter we can't we can't supply it and this is where the conspiracy part comes in because they have they have uh they talked about uh well we supply a lot of it for paint for like jet skis and and that kind of stuff and the helmets and the and the in sports you know like they're like those are, those are stuff, two yeah. big ones they volunteered that information but they said that they're 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 other uh, biggest consumer, the the, pers- the the entity that buys the most glitter, they cannot disclose. It's got to be makeup. They're like they're like we can't and and but they what they did say is it's something that you wouldn't imagine like that you're like okay, you wouldn't dildos. expect glitter to be in it. Dildos, baby food. 
you can well food maybe that was my guess i was like they're putting it in food for some reason (laughs) so this is some strange unknown where glitter is they're not yeah they're not they all the all that this person that was interviewed said and this could just be brilliant marketing tactic (laughs) which is kind of my theory they're like we'll make a hubbub yeah but they said they said uh we can't tell you we're contractually bound to not disclose who this cons- who this buyer of, of huge quantities of glitter is. Um, Donald Trump is going to run twenty twenty four. He's his, already his, predicted he's going to win. His golden hair is made of biggest party of ever. Glitter. Huge, magnificent. You just, you just you got it. the best parties, the most glitter. I got the most glitter in my hair. My hair is one hundred percent glitter. So, so that's tears. that's the big question. Who is this mystery? entity that's buying up so much glitter that there's now a shortage mm. and they're not allowed to disclose that's weird and glitter can't really doesn't seem to be uh able to be recycled easily because it's once it's put into the world it goes into a sloppy like i bet fish are eating gl- glitter that's what's happened to the glitter it's <laughs> well, like it's just in the ocean it kind of looks like glitter fucking right <laughs> they probably would love it yeah if you put glitter in the water would they go after it and look at it well i don't know i haven't tried I I saw, if you I put saw. a worm out there and you dance glitter around it and you put a worm over here well, I will no tell glitter. You, actually, I can cause like, times. have you ever seen a lot of the bass lures? They yeah, are, they're glitter. They have you seen a bass boat? A bass boat. If you don't it, have glitter on your boat, you don't have a bass boat. Mm. Well, mean, that's maybe what's eating up all the goddamn So, glitter. and then, yeah, it's uh, fishing said, lures. They, they bass, said, a lot of glitter. They said the fucking uh, sea dews and shit and boat paint, like they volunteered that. Right, right, right. So that was number one. Yeah. Well, shit. So right. that's the that's the conspiracy. What's where, where's all the glitter going? Where is it going? What are they putting it in? Eye makeup. It's all <laughs> eye makeup. I think so too. But you would expect yeah. that. They straight up said it's something you wouldn't expect glitter to be. In. Well, that maybe they're throwing us off. I think they're full of shit. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You maybe. <laughs> like I said, they're like, the, the, the food. We can't give you the answer because we don't fucking have. Well, one. what's what's a food that shimmers? It's all some sort of so skittle. Somebody said. Somebody said Colgate toothpaste. Ooh. But then there is aluminum. They in it. they they looked at it and no, there's plastic in it. There's not aluminum. No, there's no it. aluminum. There's, there's aluminum. There's well, like some sort of aluminum oxide or something, but yeah. it's not like not chunks metal of aluminum. aluminum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but, same with uh, deodorants and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, the little flakes in there are plastic, and they had there was some hubbub about that. But it's not glitter. Right. But if you spit it out anyway, what difference does it make? Kind of, right. Well, yeah. Well, you can assimilate. I'm, some I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, but be right. But. So that's the glitter conspiracy. Go look into it and decide for yourself. I found it slightly mysterious and vaguely interesting. But Again, I just thought it was funny. Like of all the things that were like, there's a shortage of <laughs> glitter. But <laughs> so this was this a headline that just clearly caught your eye? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, mm. I can't see you going down. I have I have ridiculous uh, RSS feeds that I just kind of flick through, and I'm like, that sounds fucking interesting. What's that about? <laughs> and that's why he brings these things to us, and we're like, I don't know. My RSS feed is. Just crap I don't want to share. I'm sad about it. All right. Well, shall we end the show here? Is yeah. this is this the point? I think so. We made right. it once again. I, I, I got to go pack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to go up to uh, Punch Bears and Dicks and fucking house. Deer. Just deer. Deer, deer, honey. Deer, deer dicks. Deer, deer yes. dicks. Awesome. Yeah, well, they don't have bones, so it's not nearly as impressive. So. Bring, bring back some good horse cock, would you? Yeah, I'm right. I will. I will. Tasty. I actually meant to bring some more bear cock today, and I forgot. Tasty Sorry. treats. That shit was delish. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll bring you some more. That was the best so far, in my mind. That I've, I've only had a yeah. couple from you. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just... It is good. Don't get me wrong. That guy does some good shit. I'm just very sad that my guy 
His, oh. his wife passed, so he rolled up the door, sold all his equipment, and moved. Oh, sad. That sausage that you had when I was living with you is still my favorite. Yeah, that's his. Yeah, yeah that's that was, Larry's. That was, that was, uh, I don't Larry know if I ever Fugate got to try that. Stud when it comes to me. Yeah, but this shit. is okay. This is the first yeah. time with these. People. I kind of got excited. I was like, man, I was excited that at first that he was going to sell his place, not on the circumstances, but I'm like, I could do that. You could too. And then I thought, no, because I would not. I would never hunt. Right. I would be so busy during the hunting seasons. That's true. So I'm like, well, yeah, I don't want to do that. Never mind. All right. Well, this sounds like a whole opening to another conversation. But I think it's <laughs> sorry. I think it's late at night. I think the whole family's gone to bed, and you know, fucking. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining uh, us, yeah. <laughs> and thank you guys in the studio for joining me. Uh, you know what, though? What? You know what? We'll we'll talk to you in the future. Oh, uh, uh, it'll seem like the present. Oh, so that's how that feels. No. <laughs> You're such a tart. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. See ya. It's just a ride. Whoa, oh, it's just a ride. Bing, bong. God, did he belch out of his ass? <laughs>